So, hey Kyle. Hi Trevor. How's it going? Dude, I'm doing well, doing well. Okay, so I hear there's a new Predator movie that's about to hit theaters. There is a new Predator movie that's going to be hitting theaters, written by Shane Black and directed... Yes, directed, directed by Shane Black, written by him and his buddy Fred Decker. Did he write and direct the original Predator, or did he just write it? Uh, Shane Black? Yes. Um, He was actually just one of the guys who died early in the movie <laughs> i thought he i thought he wrote i thought he wrote something okay maybe not, maybe not. um just directed by john mctiernan hmm. i actually can't confirm who wrote it but i know for a fact shane black played hawkins mm-hmm. who was the fellow with the glasses jeez you got a big pussy yes, yes. jeez you got a big pussy jeez. yep you know, he's the the obnoxious character in there. And then yeah, the he's, second, the, he's the first guy to die. And then Bill, <laughs> then Bill Paxton takes the even more obnoxious role in the oh, second yeah. print. I'm print. sure they had Christmas together. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta you gotta go over the top, over the top of this guy. Yeah. So like, I don't know about you, but well, I do know this about you. Yeah. Um, Predator franchise for me, like Alien and Predator are like two of the movie franchises that I legitimately have some stock in. Like, I actually do have an emotional reaction when a new one is announced. Yes. Because, like, you know, like, Marvel, Star Wars, like, something new comes out, and there's almost, like, a feeling of obligation to get hyped about it. But, like, Alien and Predator, it's, like, it's it's in my bones. Like, this is stuff that, since I was a little kid, I was obsessed with. And, like, every time I hear an announcement of a new one, it's a really big deal. So, like, this franchise, these movies, like... I keyed in on them early in life, and, and I've kind of like obsessively rewatched all of them over and over and over again. I keyed in a little too early. Uh, <laughs> I, I was uh, I was way too young to be watching Predator Two. Uh, we had it on VHS, and I, I my brother and I watched. I couldn't have been more than eight, uh, which is I think a little too young to be watching Predator Two. Well, 2. yeah, I mean you could make a you could make an argument that Predator Two is maybe the the more the most. Uh, gratuitously violent of that series except the AVP Requiem I guess See, I actually ranked it uh, number two um, actually you know what, I'll just go through my I'll, I'll do my rankings real quick okay let's, the, let's do a ranking we'll list. do a ranking of the, of the Predator franchise I like numbers so Predator 1 obviously is really good you introduce one of the most one of the most awesome character like uh, creature designs absolutely like, it's, it's just awesome so the whole movie is just kind of leading up to that and once, once you actually get the reveal it's well, pretty great also to pause you for a go second go for it Think about how long it takes to get there. It takes the whole movie to get there. It takes the entire movie to get that face. I was actually thinking about this the other night. There's a there's a good uh, probably twenty minutes where there's no talking. I think mm-hmm. I I'm not sure what it actually is, but there has to be because he like once everybody's dead or everybody's gone, it's just Arnold hunting the predator. Yeah, it's all visual storytelling, and it's very strong visual storytelling. It's incredibly strong. And, yeah, and yeah. it's bolstered by a great soundtrack too. But I'll let you keep going with your list, but I just okay. want to emphasize, like, part of the, the key to the success of that first Predator film, I think, is that they they push it to, like, an hour before you see this thing. Like, even oh, even yeah. uncloaked. Yeah, like, the right. first time you see him is when he flashes Great. on the tree. Yeah. When you see the... Well, is that when Mac loses his shit? That's when Mac loses yeah. his shit. Yeah. And that is way late in the movie. That is pretty late in the We've movie. We've already had half an act, more than half an action. We've had an entire action <laughs> film up to that point. <laughs> like we've had action. an entire short Arnold film up to that point. Is, is, what is the Arnold and Commando? Is he in the jungle in that too? Or is, John Matrix. <laughs> is he, or is that, or is that Raw Deal? I, I, I was thinking maybe it was like 
this was actually like one of those other things that he was doing in one of his other movies. Like, well, see, the funny thing is, like, if his character Matrix, <laughs> if if Matrix was in the jungle, mm-hmm. like, if it was the same character, the predator would stand no chance. <laughs> Real quick, so okay, so Arnold's had a lot of really dumb names in his movies. Yeah. Um, just real quick, I think if you go with the action heroes, the '80s action heroes, it goes Arnold Stallone. And then I'm going to say, I'm going to go Seagal over John Claude Van Damme. You might disagree. But as you go down, the names in their movies get dumber and dumber. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, I think Seagal has the dumbest names. Hey, but they're also the greatest. Mason Storm. <laughs> so dumb. Forrest Taft. It's like, damn. Yeah. Casey Ryback is legendary. Yeah, Casey Ryback is legendary. Casey fucking, fucking Ryback. Ryback. Uh, <laughs> but I digress. Yes. So, um, yes. continue with your list. So my the second one I I think is Predator Two, and I actually think is the more rewatchable of all the Predator movies because of what you said. The the violence is just off the hook. Like I'll, I'll let you flow with okay. this one for a bit. So I when I was watching these, I, well, I was just remembering what I had uh, liked about the original Predator movie. It's one of the best Arnold movies, I think. Honestly, I think so. Absolutely. Um, and there's very few one-liners in there, which stick keep, around. Keep, 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 <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that? Like it's like ten minutes of Arnold one-liners. It is. It's insane how many one-liners he does in movies. Um, but there's like maybe one or two in there. But there's some of the best. The Get- Violence, get to the chopper. The violence is awesome. I was trying to think, I'm like, what was my favorite death in there? And I was like, how did Jesse Ventura die? I'm like, he just gets kind of blasted in the chest. And like, you don't see Hawkins die on screen. You no. see afterwards. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking when Chubbs gets it. Chubbs? Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he gets it, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, when Carl Weathers gets it. Dylan. Uh, Dylan. Um, he's been pushing pencils. Uh, so pushing too many pencils. He... Like he gets his arm chopped off. Spoiler alert. Uh, he gets his arm <laughs> chopped off. And he just gets the... He gets the... What's the two... The, the two-prong thing? He's oh, like, yeah. He, he gets the sh- wrist blade up the sternum. The, the double wrist blade, yeah. yeah. And he lets out that... <laughs> sounds like he's gargling almost. I think that I think that's my favorite death in the movie. But then I was thinking back. I'm like, Mac. Mac's death was really, really good. Because... You have him like trying to creep up on the predator, and then just out of nowhere, if you've never seen it before, you just see the dots. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> something like, bad is about to happen. <laughs> and then he just kind of brings his head around, and then you get the, and you get the behind. Yeah. Um, but it's even cooler because you didn't realize that the predator was right above him. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't even up in the trees. Like he was just standing right over him. Which is why I think that's my favorite movie death in that. I I still think Carl Weathers gets the better one, mm. especially since um, the two of those are linked. Those happen back to back. They do happen. And back I to think back. Max's death actually emphasizes, it actually enhances Carl Weathers' death, okay. Dylan's death, uh, because if you remember, um, Carl Weathers actually sees Mac. He oh sees yes, his, he, does. he sees him dead, and and remember they're trying to pincer him. Mm-hmm. They're trying to yes. flank him, and he's part of a plan. And then he has that moment where he gets to see that, oh, the other part of the plan's dead. <laughs> and then his arm comes off, and then then he gets, you know, a horrible death. Oh. But, like, the one thing that's really neat about Max's death, though, is that I think it uh, it does a lot to enhance the formidability of the Predator, where it shows that it's not that it has the best tools, it's also very smart. 
it's a sneaky death. It's it, like, out, it's it a, outplayed him. It's a very stealthy death. Like that at that point, you're like, oh no. Because like, you need to remember too, bleeding into like playing into that scene. He Mac was stalking this thing. Mm-hmm. He was with Carl Weathers in the bushes, and he said, "He's right there in them trees <laughs> over there." I see. Past the trees. Past the trees. <laughs> I love. That. I love that. He emphasizes all his weird his words in like the most distinct way. It's it's, it's amazing. It, could, it's one of those things. If I hear it like in the background of something, I'm like, I know exactly yeah. what movie that's from. Yeah. Like I could just hear Anytime. that. Anytime. Oh yeah. Um, I actually, I don't know if I told you this, I saw this when I was pretty young, but we had it recorded off of like TBS or something, so it was completely edited. Oh, okay. So, for the longest time, it was still a fun movie, as a kid you love Arnold movies, well, you should. Um, Dude, he was all all in those uh, presidential fitness commercials. (laughs) Uh, my, my Terminator 2 VHS had a commercial of him run with the fat kids. It was like, Mike, it was Michael Jordan, McDonald's, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Those were like the three biggest things yeah. in the nineties. Uh, well, and Michael Jackson trying to sell me Pepsi and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I didn't. I actually didn't see the the actual version until I was older. Okay. I, like maybe late teens. Okay, so let me get this time frame right. So you saw Predator 2 first? Absolutely. We had we owned it. And um, then how long after did you see the first one? It was a, it was around the same time. We definitely saw Predator two first, okay. but then we found Predator like I don't even think it was one. It was one of those movies that wasn't labeled. Like you would record movies, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you'd forget. Like what's on here? I'm like, oh, it's Robin Hood and Terminator two. But you didn't know that Terminator two was on it until you get through. Oh, Robin Hood. Yeah, no, oh, there's a second. I, movie I had a, a couple of VHSs that were double features, where mm. it would like turn into another movie halfway through. <laughs> Oh, we, sometimes we get the triple. You get, Ooh, you got we, the you put it on LP or whatever long play. I think it was like uh, Beverly Hills Cop Three, and then like I think Unfaithful or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, because you could record like you could rent. Couldn't you rent a movie and then record it? Like if you had another VCR. Oh yeah, no, my my parents did that all the time. It's like I mean, how that, our collection was formed. Is that legal? I mean, I no, it's not. <laughs> it legal. Most movies I saw were not. Bought basically. Oh yeah, no. My my Empire Strikes Back copy had the VHS logo in the bottom right, and uh, Batman Returns we recorded off of like NBC or something, and that was edited. <laughs> Oof. So the fat clown that was in the in the pool at the end mm-hmm. that Christopher Walken gets his revolver from. Yeah. I didn't know why he was there. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, there's a gun in the pool. Okay. <laughs> maybe that maybe that's what it was. So Max, uh, the headshot that Matt gets, I think that's why that might be my favorite one too, is because for the longest time I just saw like. His eyes go big and then he's dead. Uh, so when I saw him, I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, splat. Because <laughs> yeah, you get the blood splat right on, right on the camera. I'm like, oh, no. Like, oh, you're going to need a new lens. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so. That, I didn't want to get too much into Predator 1 just because, I mean, if you're listening to this. You can tell we both know it like yes. the back of our hand. It's, exactly. Um, I'm like, there's no reason I need to rewatch we it. We could make. This entire podcast. Remember that one part in Predator? That was awesome. (laughs) Same with AVP. I don't ever have to watch that movie again because we just we just kept it going for some reason. I I watched it again recently, but you know, to be fair, I've seen it maybe four times, which is quite a bit for a not so good movie. I've seen it about four or five times. But so continue with your 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 rankings. So So Predator one. Is the top. I say Predator 1 is top, and I say Predator 2 is the second best, because um, it's strictly a Predator movie, and it's the second Predator movie, so it's <laughs> going to be the best one. Uh, it's, it's really good, so the notes I had when I was watching it, um, the violence is really good. I think that... 
maybe I'm mis misremembering. I think that the violence is a little bit more brutal in the second one. It may not be as frequent. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. Like, you don't see... So, the Jamaican gang. So, yes. when they take the Colombian dude... Oh, by the way, um, the the gratuitous sex scene Ooh, in that Oh, movie. yeah. You get you get some mail package in there. You get the whole package. Oh, yeah. You get He rotates. <laughs> he does a full rotation. I like the shots going into that. Like, it starts off from very, very far away. Oh, and the, then it the, just, the thrust cam? It just keeps panning. <laughs> yeah, I call that the thrust cut. The thrust cut? If, I was trying to think. I'm like, I like, the, I like those shots, but I'm like, but what... I, don't, I can't think of when I've seen it in another movie. And what else could you use that shot for? Like... Like you're just focusing on the same thing. You're just getting closer. I mean, you've seen the one, I think it's the beginning of Psycho, that just mm. comes straight in like that. Yeah. Or there, maybe it's the end of it. I can't remember. There's a good throwaway shot in Die Hard that I don't know if it was like in the book that it was based off of, because there's a lot of weird little details in that movie that are really awesome, and I don't know why they're there, but there's they a add a lot. Book? Die Hard's based off of a book? I forget the title, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I figured it summer reading I thought it was some dude in his garage with a six pack of Budweiser tall boys like alright and then this other guy comes in <laughs> and he shoots him and then he's in the vents and shit like yeah, I just, you'd be taking a drag off of something yeah. between. it's a cigarette it's a cigarette he ripped the filter off of there he's you like, go I don't need that <laughs> but there's a shot in Die Hard where um, I think it's right before he kills his first terrorist um, Carl no Carl's brother Carl's brother yeah um that actor, I don't know his name, but he's been in every 80s action movie yep, and Mission true. Impossible. I thought for the longest time... <laughs> I promise I will not I hurt you. I will not hurt you. <laughs> uh, I could have sworn he was in Spies Like Us, but I, I think I'm mistaken. He very likely is. Um, he was in... Uh, what was it? The Living Daylights, the James Bond movie. He, uh, he was in uh, Mission Impossible is the guy that puts the shroud on his head. He's just a really tall, blonde man that knows martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, before they have their confrontation, there's this shot where John McClane is looking out the window. And I think he's like looking for options on how to call for help. Yes, because there's a woman. And he sees a woman yes. on the phone. Yes. And it's kind of from a similar like voyeuristic angle. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that just came to mind. Well, also just, a 20th Century Fox production. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you think about like watching... I'm just wondering how they did it. Was it how'd they do it, though? Because it's, it looks like it's really... An, it's an actual building. So yeah. They're either posted on another building trying to get the shot, and then I don't know if they're just zooming in gradually. Um, I'd have to see it again to confirm, but there is a chance that it was actually composited. Yeah, okay. Like the exterior is an actual building, but the interior, the the lit set, yeah. is actually just a soundstage. Pretty, which is guessing what that's my guess is how they did that. I'm, I'm like because that that was a set. I, like, oh, yes. In fact, um, I was at, I have this joke on um, the pillars. Yeah. That with that weird modeled. Yes. Pattern. It's like as Tekken. I, I think they stole those directly off the set of Blade Runner. It's very possible. It looks like um, the Tyrell guy's home. I, I haven't seen Blade Runner in so long. I well, have to there's a guy who gets his eyes poked out with yeah. some thumbs. <laughs> his house, <laughs> his house had that same like pillar, and I have a feeling it's exactly the same prop. Gotcha. <laughs> Well, anyway, I, I do so. have to rewatch Blade Runner, but we'll get to why. We'll get there. We'll get there. So Predator Two is number two. So number two, yes. Um, I I found it more rewatchable. Re um, Bill Paxton is a lot of fun. I really. It's his specialty. He's, he's just he's always like Aliens. He's great. Uh, True Lies. He's also fun. Oh, he's he's so funny. In that. 
man. Oh. He's great in that. Is that movie a comedy, technically? Because you've got Tom Arnold and you've got Bill Paxton. It might officially be classified as a comedy. It's pretty fun. I'm going to have to give that a rewatch. <laughs> um, I was going to say, the cold open in uh, Predator 2, you get like the Predator cam. Oh, sweeping up from the fake jungle? And then it's yeah. just dudes like sort of <laughs> cocaine shooting cops. Like, <laughs> it's just RoboCop. It is brutal. <laughs> um I'm just like, man, that is a really brutal cold open. They're just shooting cops in the street. Oh, yeah. Bl- and, like, blasting cocaine. The one dude just, like, Ooh. passing on him. Dude, I thought he was going to have an aneurysm when he was gearing up to go back out. Yeah. Like, his, he was red. I don't think that's supposed to happen. Yeah, I was like, I think he popped some capillaries, bud. The scorpion is red. Oh, no. It's red. Um... So I think that I, there's two really good movie deaths in this one. Um, again, spoiler. Um, I I really like it. And you know how I feel about decapitation scenes. Yeah. Um, I I think that they're really brutal, mm-hmm. but when done right, it's just it's really effective. Um, Big you, fan of the the multiple hits. Yes, like, <laughs> well, it's not you don't see it often, but it's a good thing. Well, and it's the rule of three in Thirty Days a Night. Um, my favorite decapitation scene. If yeah. you can have, I'm not a psychopath. I swear. Uh, I, swear. I just like I like I like makeup effects, and I think that yeah. pulling something off, pulling something off like like pulling something like that off is probably difficult. Um, yeah. One in Conan, I think the when he's hacking off. Oh, James that was Jones. great. That was great. So King Willie, I love yeah. that. I love that scene um, where he's like he's talking to Danny Glover, and then he walks away, and then he pulls out the sword. Dionysus, and, sorry. and then he's just posted. Well, that he's, pose is great. He's he's got the cool pose, yeah. and then he says something about the holy mountains or whatever, and then just. <laughs> See, I, I have very mixed feelings about that scene, actually. Really, the, the lead up to it is beautiful mm-hmm. the footsteps in the water from behind that's actually a very good effect and it looks great the the soundtrack um alan Silvestri did the music for both the first two predator movies uh, you could see, yeah, back I, to the future guy okay okay um he's an well he also did the avengers theme he's a very prolific composer he gotcha. kicks ass <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> he, gotcha. he did not slouch when it came to the predator theme um music's great the angles are great. Special effects work in that scene. Mm-hmm. Some some scenes in the first two Predators work better than others. That was a good example. Um, I don't know. I feel like they were trying to like do a tip of the hat to Billy dying in the first one off screen. Maybe. I could... You know, challenge with a melee weapon and then well, dies off screen. Well, with... um, is there... Um... Billy was just, he was just such a stoic character in the first movie yeah. that you're like he's one of those guys like this is gonna be really difficult and I think that was what it was it was like Billy is gonna be he's gonna give him a run for his money and it sounded like it took him no time to get yeah to Billy. That, that was kind of funny but like you because of the way the lead up to his death you you think that like oh it's gonna be like uh, Charles S Dutton in Alien Three. Okay. He beat the shit out of that alien. Like he yeah. was punching it. Yeah. <laughs> he was punching that nine foot tall like dog he, alien. He made him work for it. Yeah, he made, he made him work for it, and he was screaming the whole time. The guys built like a fullback. I mean, yeah. And he took uh, that shot with him taking the glasses off. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> no, that alien probably go. like like thought about it for a second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hang on, I gotta warm up for Jeez. this guy. <laughs> like, I've just been killing skinny British guys all day. This guy's a different story. <laughs> this guy's a malnourished and they probably have polio. It's like, this, this guy's been this guy's been stealing some people's lunches. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like Yeah, it is kind of weird that Billy seems the timing especially, it mm. sounds like he went down 
like very a, quickly. Like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they go, he's doing his crazy eye his stuff, and then they're just like they show that they're seeing each other, and mm-hmm. then immediately you just hear him scream. Yeah. Um. Then again, the way he was talking before that, his the image he projects is that of a, of a really tough, scary guy. Yes. Yes. But. The things he's saying before that, if I remember right, he's he basically says we're all going to die. Yeah. So maybe he wasn't as tough as he put on. Yeah. And either yeah. way, it's a fucking predator, and he's trying to fight it with like a knife and a belt wrapped <laughs> around his hand. <laughs> oh, by the way, the protein shake farts that must have been on that set because they are all jacked. Carl Weathers looks like they oh. all look like professional. Every single one oh, of those dudes dude, is when jacked. they're when they're pulling up the 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 counterbalance or the counterweight or whatever oh carl weathers is just like arnold's just like just just jacked crazy oh yeah no it's it's well documented that all the guys on that set were in competition with each other yeah like jesse ventura was not shy about talking about his biceps yeah that was was so funny (laughs) jesse thinks he has the biggest arms arms. (laughs) yeah i got these 26 inch pythons I picked them up in Wisconsin. Okay, Wisconsin. Or Minnesota. Minnesota. I don't think Wisconsin. Um, okay. What was I gonna say? The okay. So yeah, I like King Will. I like the decapitation because as a kid, it was like oh, like I like I said, I saw that way too young. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah. when you just see a dude's head, like it looks pretty real when you're a kid. And I, going back, I'm like, it's pretty good. Like they did a pretty good job with it. No, the heads. This head sculpt is actually pretty good. Um, um, the way they shot it was bad. I think do they? I think they spend a little bit more time uh, actually showing what the predator does in the second movie. Um, the first one because we get it takes so long to actually get introduced to the character. The second one you see him like cleaning the skull and then putting it on the skull. There's other skulls. You see that in the first one. But then you also see him like having to like. You um, see that in the first one too. Having to like fix himself. Yeah. And, like, with the... When he got shot in the leg. Um, when, oh, Matt, yeah, when, yeah, Matt, yeah. when everybody dumped a thousand rounds at him or whatever, he should not have survived. All they did was, yeah, no, he should. Not. He should not. He would, be, he would be goo. <laughs> he would be goo. <laughs> but yeah, he gets he gets nicked in the leg, and the girl sees the blood and stuff. Sad. And then and yeah, he does the whole med kit thing on himself. I feel like the second one they, they spent a little more time. They did that, because I, there was that really extended, like protracted yeah. scene where Danny Glover's trying to get down to him, and we get to see him cauterize his arm wound and stuff. He does cauterize that. Oh yeah, arm. no, that was a neat scene. I'm really big on visual storytelling, and actually, in my notes for the second one, um, noted that, especially earlier in the film, there's a lot of that, but it kind of tapers off and it gets more dialogue heavy. Early on, though, there's a lot of scenes where it's just like, watching things happen and trusting the viewer to figure it out. Well, you have the Gary Busey subplot as well. Um, <laughs> the Gary Busey <laughs> subplot. So the one, uh, so the, uh, my other, my other favorite death from that movie is Gary Busey's death. It's also the most problematic, and I don't know if I yeah. talked to you about that. Um, he should have died the first time. Uh, Predator doesn't make mistakes very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, he, now you think. Um, keep going, but I have some thoughts on that. So when Busey's back. And he throws his disc thing across, and he he cuts him in half. But the shot shows the top half bleeding down, and it's in real time too. So I'm like, that's impossible. Nah. He even had extra weight up there. There's no reason that he wouldn't drop even faster. So that that scene in particular is very 
special to me okay. because I watched that entire fucking movie waiting for that because my brother hyped it up. Oh, really? He's like, oh, the Predator disc, bro. <laughs> like, like, because by that time, like, I saw Predator 2 very late, actually. Okay. I saw the first one very early. But um, the second one I saw very late. And by then we had had, I think, two Alien vs. Predator oh, wow. games. And the disc was prominently featured in them. Um, actually, and, side note, I played, my brother has that video game, and I played it while I was at home. A lot of fun. Yes. Go ahead. A lot I'm of sorry. Fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. So, seeing it on film for the first time, I was very excited, because gotcha. I, I knew about this thing, and I had only seen the first movie, though, and he didn't have it in that one. Mm-hmm. So, the big reveal of the disc is, on paper, I think it sounded fantastic, mm-hmm. but the execution is piss poor. Okay. Because the idea of throwing the disc, and then they have the... The pyrotechnics set up on the slabs of beef. Mm-hmm. It's like it's gonna go through three slabs of beef, and then we're gonna put his body behind one of the slabs of beef, so that so yeah. the actual impact is completely obscured, and then we're gonna cut away from him. Yeah, and then the next shot is gonna be him on the ground. So what you described is what your brain told you happened. Yeah, but it's burned into my retinas. Like <laughs> I, you don't actually see anything. You don't see the blood. You see the blood. Yeah. But he doesn't actually get bisected or cut in half or whatever. Like, it cuts away. And then he's just on the ground. And I remember reading the production notes on this movie, and I guess it was very close to getting an NC-17. Um, I'm sure... They just had to cut out that sex scene. They could have... They could have cut... They could have cut out the the thrust cut. That that sex scene... Side note, that sex scene is more hardcore than softcore porn. Yeah. And then, you know, that, that mannequin, the, yeah. the, the dude mannequin, didn't have to rotate the whole... Like, somebody could have steadied it or something. I'm saying, you can show dicks in movies, I don't care. That's fine. That's fine. But, but, but if it's good, if it's going to make you choose between showing Gary Busey get cut in fucking half and showing a dick, we you will, go with Gary Busey. I, I think I learned about how sex works from that movie <laughs> because it's straight up, like, you get the... They're on top view. I'm like, oh, whoa. Oh, wow. Jesus. She was enjoying they, herself. They, whoever, who directed this one? I don't even know oh, who directed Oh, Stephen Hopkins. And oh. that's another note that's worth touching on. Okay. Um, I know him as the Nightmare on Elm Street 5 guy. As in, like... Freddy's dead? No, the dream child. Um, I have not. I, honest to God, I have seen the first... I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street... And I've seen Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. That is my Freddy Krueger. Okay. Well, yeah. I've seen all of them, but uh, the documentary that I have on my shelf that's like eight hours oh, long yes, 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 teaches you everything you'll need to know about them. And he was a very interesting British man. Um, I think he was an artist by trade. Uh, he was really into comic books. And I'm sure that's part of what got him the Predator gig. Okay. So said, uh, Obviously, he has a very good sense for special effects and production design. I think he may have been a production designer. Because, like, Freddy Krueger movie, you know, you have dream sequences. Yeah. So you need to have fantastical visuals on a budget. Yes. Predator 2, if you look at one of the main differences between Predator 1 to 1 is shot on location, mm-hmm. 1 is mostly sound stages. Yeah. So he's familiar with that world. Other funny note, though, is that, uh, well, also, um, the... I think the Predator and Alien comics were starting to become a thing with Dark Horse around the time Predator 2 came out. I was going to ask you about that. So, yeah. uh, the comics were first, correct? Uh, we're talking Aliens vs. Predator. Yeah. Um, yes, but, Ali- but Predator 2 
Uh, I think it was right around the same time. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the crossover, it happened way earlier in the comics than it did in the movies. Okay. Anyway, this ahead, yeah. Stephen Hopkins guy is a comic book guy, so I'm sure that was attractive as well. But funny enough, um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is famous, well, infamous, for <laughs> um, having been heavily cut. Okay. Um, almost all the death sequences in it are butchered yeah why not why, why are we gonna watch this why would we yeah watch this why movie? would why would a teenager want to go see this why are we here yeah um so that's two movies of his that have both gotten close to an nc-17 and had to be cut down like severely and predator 2 it shows i think okay because um you had mentioned like the kills in it mm-hmm. i feel that the frequency of violence is much higher than predator 1 but the actual like graphic nature mm-hmm. of them is actually dialed back a little bit because if you remember when he's killing all the all of Gary Busey's boys, mm-hmm. it's sparks. Yeah, you're right. There's fucking sparks. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm watching fucking Power Rangers. Yeah, it's, not, it's <laughs> the, the depths are you, you don't see, but even the so here's a question I have. So there's a scene in Predator Two when um, he's killing everybody in the subway for some reason. That's that's a huge sticking point with me. It's just to kill Bill Paxton and, and the Maria gal. Conchita Gonzalez. Uh, Alonzo, you racist. Um, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> she, so he doesn't kill her because she's with child, whatever. Um, I'm going to call. I, I don't think that the Predator would care. Uh, she has a gun. That's what, that's what we established in that first movie was that if they have a weapon... <laughs> he didn't they, kill you because you weren't armed. He even says it. They, <laughs> and she has a gun. So she's broken rule number one. Kid or no kid, I don't think that... Okay. But anyway, so he... So Bill Pax is like, all right, motherfucker, let's yeah. dance. And he goes to... He, he obviously is going to die, but he gets thrown. Yeah. So when uh, she comes out, the female police officer, she comes out and she's like, oh, I gotta go down here and check something. <laughs> and she goes... Uh, oh, no, Danny Glover is down there. And he hears something scream, and then uh, Predator had just decat like he just did the spine. Yeah, that's, that's after um, after she's encountered the Predator. So who was that? Was that Bill? that was? I think that was Bill Paxton. That was supposed to be Bill Paxton. I think so. I wish we could have seen it because like the first few times I watched it, like I didn't understand what happened. Then I gave it a rewatch one time. I'm like, oh, he just ripped somebody's spine out, basically. Yeah. Um, um, he was taking a trophy and. It's kind of tastefully shot, actually, because you see the detail. Like you see the spine and the head come out, yeah. and you hear like a <laughs> yeah, you hear a scream, and then Danny Glover has an emotional reaction, which is why I, motherfucker. Yeah, he like screams <laughs> and he charges after him. So I have to assume that that was someone he knew. I it just it, I don't know how they got from the train moving stopped, <laughs> and then Bill Paxton was down there. Were they were they like were well, they knife fighting down there? Well, like I don't what's know. funny is um, what directly precedes that scene is a. Uh, lady cop um ushers everyone out of the subway yeah. she goes into the subway car to find bill paxton and she actually does find him he's hanging upside down with a bunch of gang with all the other gangsters yeah. who are dead okay and then the predator grabs her puts her in he's yeah. like about to choke slam her then he's like mm, preggers is preggers <laughs> and then he you know you've got your own problems <laughs> <laughs> well i like how he kills the old lady in there so he's like maybe he detected menopause or something <laughs> or he's like she's done <laughs> like <laughs> that's fucked up because there's that that thermal view shot of yeah. his hand over the old lady's face and it's like <laughs> she's got a gun well okay so uh after he grabs her and detects the fetus or whatever we cut to her on the gurney and 
the ambulance driver very conveniently saying, this woman is pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. I know that now. How? Yeah. <laughs> and then Danny Glover charges in there. But uh, So I guess the predator hung Bill Paxton upside down and then reconsidered. He's like... <sighs> Maybe he's like uh, a, maybe he's like, I don't know, like a little OCD or something. Because, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, this guy has some bad habits. Like, he's gone back for trophies that's true. at risk of his own life a few times in the movie by then. Does he always have to hang, uh, string up his first kill by the feet? I think so. Because, like, with the drug lords, he went back. He went back. And with the uh, with, uh, Reuben Blades, he went back because he left his, his little... Uh, his little uh, metal yeah, his little, shooter thingy. His little prong, little prong thing. Yeah. Yeah. So... I have a theory about this movie because it's been driving me nuts and it seems like a continuing pattern with these movies actually. Yeah. I think this predator is either like an outcast or potentially incompetent. Mentally ill even? He like that I think that's the most positive spin on it cuz like my theory actually is that the script mm. uh, was actually originally a serial killer script. Okay. And it was repurposed because there's so many weird behaviors that this predator has that none of the other ones have. And it's really weird. It bugs me because when you think of a predator, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dutch, became the ultimate prey in Predator 1 Mm -hmm. because he was the last guy. Yeah. He wasn't singled out. In fact, the predator tried to blow his arm off right, right before he was isolated. It was just process of elimination. He was the last man standing. Predator 2, the first time this fucking Predator lays eyes on Danny Glover, it's fixated. Yeah. Like, it picks him. It does pick him. And it follows him around. And, and, and it of... decides... To, it plays, like, mind games with him. Like, it follows his friends around. It and does. It, it like, tries to, like, that. cripple him emotionally and psychologically. You know, I was very distracted from a young age watching that movie because it was just violence and sex scenes. <laughs> so I wasn't paying attention to the narrative. Yeah. Like, I wasn't paying attention to, like, what's actually happening. Yeah. I don't know what you mentioned it. Like, yeah, he does kind of single him out and just kind of follows him. Yeah, it's stalker shit. Yeah. And, like, That's singling his friends out and, like, stalking him at the graveyard... Why not yeah. just fucking kill him? Yeah, I it, don't, I don't know. I don't. Or know if it, I mean, because it doesn't compute. Because if you're looking for like the u- ultimate prey, like the ultimate like honorable fight, then mm. make it a fair fight. Or you also, yeah, process of elimination. He's killing all the, you could say, the weaker members of the yeah. of that team and getting down to the the toughest one. Yeah, but it's doing it in a way that seems like emotionally manipulative. I mean, the first one. Oh what, yeah, what, yeah, what's happening? Yeah, uh, yeah the second one. I might have to give that a, another. You really watch. should, because I I think it is a repurposed script, maybe. Interesting. So many, and, and the subway car, I think, is the most glaring example. Do you think they wrote the first one just off of creature design? Like somebody just like thought this up. They're like, this is what I've gotten for a movie. And like we're making this an action movie. I think it, I think the core concept of that was just like taking that deadliest game mm-hmm. uh, oh, story. Yeah, that's and most dangerous game. Rather, most dangerous and, game. Uh, just putting an alien like a sci-fi spin on it yeah like just the concept of the elite of the elite suddenly being kicked down a rung on like the evolutionary ladder Mm -hmm. that's a cool idea and i think that was the starting off point the creature design is actually noted for having uh changed dramatically like a month or two before they made the movie (laughs) i've seen the original suit that they used oh really uh, for like test footage and stuff with van damme I'm absolutely. I'm absolutely. Um, up. It looks like just a lizard man. It's pretty boring. Uh, you, just then, re- you just reminded me that um, Tim Burton's Superman never happened with Nick Cage. Uh, thanks for that. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of the, the footage of him like trying on the co- 
if oh, you, yeah, this is really wonderful. If you found, yeah, if you... It's a real tight fit. I like how it enhances my package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking buffing this thing. Oh, man, it looks it's super so jacked. tight. I look oh. Ghost Rider tight right now. Damn, this is latex, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, if you if you are listening to this and you haven't seen what is it called again the Superman Lives is that oh uh, the death of Superman Lives I think please watch it oh yeah no it's it's on the shelf it'll break <laughs> it'll break your little heart if you're a Tim Burton fan yeah la- last point is uh, the subway scene in Predator Two always stuck out at me as wrong Predator shouldn't do that there was no re- okay there, there was, was no, no reason no for reason that. for him to be down there. That was reckless, stupid, and unproductive. Okay, well, here, okay, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. If you continue with he's he's fixated on Danny Glover, and he's killing off this team, so he had to have been stalking them. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way it works. Then is that he is actually just stalking his team and killing them. Yeah, but even then, why do it when it's crowded with people? Do it when they're going home, or do it when Bill Paxton's taking a shit. Well, he might just be, like, if you think about him as, like, a serial killer, he's a sociopath, he doesn't have that, he doesn't have that fear, and so he's just like, that's the other theory I had, is that he's kind of different, like, maybe, he might be a little off, yeah, okay, but that doesn't really play into the ending very well, where it's like, he has a bunch of dudes on his ship with them. Yeah. Like I think it would have been interesting. I like that idea actually. Mm-hmm. The idea of like a rogue predator that's like maybe an outcast or maybe mentally unbalanced. So uh, I actually think that AVP two uh, after giving it a rewatch uh, about a month ago and actually I gave it a rewatch today uh, just in preparation. <laughs> today, yeah. Wow. I I was I was I don't, I'm I don't live in Seattle right now. Uh, I live in North Carolina, so on my commute, <laughs> uh, my plane ride, my five and a half hour plane ride, I'm like, oh, I'll download um, AVP two, and that'll oh. give me some time, and I can watch it and take some more notes. Feel sorry for the mom and the kids sitting next to you on the plane. <laughs> I sat. I found something worse than a kid on a plane. It is a puppy on a plane. Ooh, a puppy. That's a first. An eight like a eight week old puppy. Uh, and Emotional support animal? No, she. I don't, I, I, it's fine, but the, it was yelping quite a bit. It was adorable, but I'm like, okay, this is pretty awful. Luckily, I'm not trying to sleep. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm gonna say AVP two is my third pick. Um, I liked it better than Predators. I I do not like AVP. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it, it's at the bottom of the barrel. That might be a controversial opinion, but. Well, I'm not too terribly concerned with the rankings. Mm. I, I, obviously, I'm just looking for an excuse to throw shit out there. But um, AVP two, it's it's simultaneously a lousy film and also a brilliant film. I it's I liked it so much more than I thought I was gonna like yeah, it. Yeah, no, I watched it. it again fairly recently too, and I saw it in the theater. I was one of five people in the world who saw that in the theater. Uh, six, buddy. I think six. I saw okay. that in the theater as well. No, I, I was super pumped for that. I knew it was gonna suck, but. There's so many things I love about it because it, it's like, it's like a fan film. It is. There's so many homages and, and like little tips of the hat to things. Both that, franchises. To both franchises, even musically, it's kind of impressive actually. And I, I was, I miss those movies. Mm-hmm. Mo- they don't make that movie too often anymore. Fan service. No, um, old school B monster movies. Any of those uh, Creature on the Loose movies from, like, the 1950s? Oh, jeez. Oh, so, basically, small town, something from space, crash lands in the woods, 
slowly works its way into the community, mm-hmm. and then you have your big finale where all hell breaks loose. Okay, yeah, it's ju- it's right. just like a, a drive-in B movie, like it the is. stuff that I grew up with, like a giant Gila monster and and the Blob and yeah. the remake of the Blob and all that kind of stuff, and it pays homage to that and does so with decent makeup effects and a lot of gore okay so you know what i love you know what i'm gonna mention yeah puppets uh puppets 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 and dummies they definitely did some puppets and dummies um i don't think i did not you can you never actually get to see the actual i i call it uh ap uh the alien predator oh you, you i, I think i think the official name is pred alien pred alien yeah i like ap 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 <laughs> uh it's like adrian peterson alien predator um but I think AP is probably a lot faster. Um, we'll so stick with that. Predator shooting. Okay, so <laughs> shooting loads. <laughs> the the first thing that I thought of when I started watching that. Okay, so they start with the end of the first Alien, or the first AVP. Yes. And then so so the, like the one Predator P is just <laughs> the P the P. He's just kind of like. Oh, what's that? There's some kind of noise down there. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he just sees this thing. That's not right. He just starts fucking shooting at it. Blows a hole in the ship. In his own ship. Ba-bam. <laughs> just boom, boom. And, oh, now we're crashing. I, yeah. I started yeah. laughing. I'm like, what? Was, I said, Predator shooting at AP causes crash. Dipshit move. <laughs> well, yeah, I have a theory, actually, that like maybe there's a degenerative disease or something among the Predator community, because they seem to get dumber. Yeah. That, um. By the time we get to AVP, the first AVP, mm-hmm. wow, they're dumb. Because <laughs> like, the first Predator, that was some alpha shit. Like, he was... On his game, he yeah. was on point. Like he was on his Adderall. Like, yeah, he was. He was. He was, at, he was like a meerkat, like holding vigil. He was just like, I'm ready to go. Predator two, he was batshit crazy. Predators. So yeah. it's interesting. So now I was thinking about this was shot in Canada, B, uh, BC. Oh, it looks. It looks like it because it I was like, oh, that looks like the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and yeah. I'm like, I'm guessing, I'm like, it might have been shot up here. I'm like. It was probably Canada, uh, and you could tell from the actors in there that it was a boot. <laughs> it was Canada, because um, you don't know anybody except for the one guy. I can't think of his name, but he's in American Gangster, and he's good in there. Oh. So the first one is shot. I'm, is it maybe uh, South Pacific? Uh, first one? Yeah, I I'm think a, that was in Mexico. Was it Mexico? Okay. I think so. Um, so shot in Mexico. The second one on location, LA. LA yeah, um, and then. We'll say that the the actual third Predator movie is Hawaii. It maybe? looks like Hawaii, Southeast Asia. Uh, but mean, it's, it's supposed to be on its, its own planet. It's meant to look like everything, kind of. Um, but this one, but this AVP, the AVP is shot in like Antarctica or the Arctic or something like that. Well, mostly soundstage, if not all soundstage. And then this one is small town. Yeah, it's supposed to be Colorado, is what they say it is. Um, but now that you mention it, like, so the first one, kind of an alpha, but he could be, like, kind of a hermit. Like, he might just be hanging out out there. Like, he's just hanging out out in the wilderness finding people. The second alien is, like, actually in the city doing stuff. Maybe the, maybe the second one's a little more off. Like, you mean, like, he's actually targeting. Well, he, he could also be higher, like, on, like on the rankings also, because the idea of infiltrating a densely populated urban environment as opposed to a jungle that people mm-hmm. occasionally venture into mm-hmm. 
it's like it's a little safer when you have camouflage as opposed to you know city lights and traffic and people rubbing shoulders with each other and stuff maybe the first one he's just like picking them off slowly he's like I don't get to kill a lot of people so I'm like I'm gonna take my time and really just work through these people and the second one he's like I killed so many people like, <laughs> I'm tired of this I'm this guy looks like he's a challenge yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt him I, I really do think he has a screw loose like he's a weird predator they're all fucking weird man I mean he had buddies they didn't help him. <laughs> like, like maybe that was on purpose. <laughs> uh, don't don't judge me on this, but I was watching this movie and the 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 boyfriend, the bad boyfriend. Um, so <laughs> I was so bad. I was watching it. I'm like, I fucking know that guy. Um, he is uh, Chuck Wheeler from uh, Snow Day. I just rewatched Snow Day for some reason. It was on like Stars or HBO. Yeah. My dad's, and while I was staying there, and I recorded it, and <laughs> I, I watched it. He's like, I'm Chuck Wheeler. Like he's he's playing the exact same guy, except uh-huh. uh, exact same character, just a little younger. Um, but I was like, <laughs> that's bad. That I, I know the dude from Snow Day. I, I'm <laughs> amazed that you you recognize anyone in AVP too. Uh, I mean, it's kind of designed to be that way. That's actually part of the charm. Is that you get one actor you know, or you could possibly could know. Could possibly know. Yeah, and that's the that's the the cop. There's well, kind of a reverse Rambo in there too, by yeah. the way. Yeah, no, I mean that guy's gone on to do a lot of stuff. Actually, mm. like he's actually a good actor. He's really good in American Gangster. Yeah, no, he's been in a lot, but the rest of the cast is constructed like a slasher movie cast, mm-hmm. where it's you... like most of them you want to see what happens to them. <laughs> like yeah. they're just they're they're there to up the body count. They're people do you do not get emotionally invested in at all. Yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah, and that's the whole premise of the film too. Though is that the humans are sandwiched between the the more important parties in the story. They do not give a fuck about killing women and children in this movie, and I think that's good. That, that like the first uh, so the. The dad, the dad, and the kid die. Oh boy. Like, we're killing kids right away. <laughs> yeah, and they earned a lot of brownie points with me. So I have a question. Yeah. Uh, so in Alien Three, oh. Alien Three is when the dog they uh, don't doesn't he incubate the dog in that Depends one. Depends on which cut you've watched. Okay. Um, theatrical version, dog. Um, supposed director's cut. It's not a director's cut though, because uh, David Fincher disowned that movie. <laughs> um, is a yak. Okay. But, but most people know it as the dog. But the um, the xenomorph is smaller because of that, right? Because of it's supposed to take on the characteristics of its of what it's spawned from. Okay, so if you incubate a child as a oh, xenomorph, yeah, what does that do? Because aren't you going to have kind of a smaller a smaller xenomorph? Is it going to be developmentally the same? Does it matter? Because it comes out full grown. I mean, it has to because I didn't see any well, small. That movie, like all these movies, rewrite the rules every time. Yeah, like because the incubation period is different from movie to movie. It was like a day and a half. Oh yeah, for, the uh, first movie John, was a John Hurt. Yes, yeah, it took yeah. its sweet time. He was kind of bitchy in that movie. <laughs> that's a funny thing to notice. Well, he's just kind of, like, kind of just like kind of, he was kind of rude. I felt like he was just kind of like the well, maybe, edgy one. Well, I mean, imagine like prepping for that role. Like oh, he's probably a in fucking stupid alien movie. Like they put the crab thing on my face for six hours a day. Do you know I was in 1984? <laughs> I am Big Brother. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I just, I was wondering about that. It, I'm like, does it, is it incub- is incubate the right word to use? That's the best definition well, that I could think in- of. Incubate to me would be how, like, gestation period. Like, but, how long it takes to come out. 
Yeah. And then how long it takes to grow up. But because go, it's go from chest burster to adult. <laughs> no, th- these are official terms. There's man. a scene in there where the, the xenomorph is like watching the face hugger too. Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah. He's just like kind of behind the corner. <laughs> He's gonna happen. Well, the thing about the aliens is, I feel that their behavior is dictated by their environment. Okay. So if a queen is present, you will have a very different alien than if he's solo. Okay. So if he has a hive, he'll be more predatory. He'll be more, I don't know, isolated, more, I don't know, he'll be more concerned with himself. So killing and eating is primary concern. If he has a queen, in this case, in AVP2 Requiem, uh, the pred alien, or the AP? AP? Um, the AP doubles as a queen. Yes. So taking fostering the chest bursters and the face huggers is a priority because mm-hmm. they're trying to reproduce yes so thing like behavior like that makes sense and it's things like that that that's the important thing those are the stupid little details that are important to me mm-hmm. it's like uh, for example in aliens when ripley enters the queen's chamber mm-hmm. the queen is flanked by two warrior aliens yeah and she actually like snarls at them when they're gonna make a move on her because mm. she has a flamethrower. Yeah. And like, the queen is like, "That's my babies, dude. You got to do something." It's like, no, she's telling them, "Don't." Oh. Because there's a fi- there's a flame in the room. Yeah. And if you pounce on her, there's a chance she could burn my babies. Yeah. So you cut the shit. Cut the shit. <laughs> Get in the corner. Sit. And it's not until she starts burning the stuff that the aliens charge at her. Okay. So the queen prioritizes its offspring. James Cameron. Yes. So, like, the little thing with, like, the, the drone, the warrior, like, watching the chest bursters and the face huggers and stuff, like... <laughs> so well, so, some of the puppetry in that movie is better than others. Yes, <laughs> like, so I, I appreciate that they used puppets, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, dude, some of the some of the shots were kind of funny. Like, that one in particular. I'm like, they're using a puppet for that shot, but it's just a weird, like, oh, I'm just kind of looking around the corner to see if that face yeah. hugger's on there yet. Well, the... AVP movies um, used, uh, I think it's amalgamated dynamics to do the uh, the uh, creature effects. Okay. Um, the first movie, I forget who did the that one, but um, Tom Woodruff does all the Alien movies like from Resurrection on, mm. and also I think the Predator movies. Whereas before that was Stan Winston, mm. and Stan Winston is a mad genius that gave us some of the greatest things ever. Tom Woodruff and Tom Woodruff Jr. are both good. I think Jr. actually wears the suit a lot of times, especially in the Alien movies. But they're, they've never quite been on the same level. And a lot of it a lot of it just has to do with the way these these suits are shot. Mm-hmm. But in AVP 2, um, yeah, there, there's some ugly shots in there. Like, I remember um, in the diner there's an ugly shot of a predator. Like, no, it's, it's a alien comes through a, a swinging door and like scares a scares the waitress. Yeah, lady. she's like face to face with her. Like, and it's up. not that great a shot, but no. I know why it's there. It's because it's paying homage to Alien Three, when the predator is like nestled up against Ripley and she has it's that oh, iconic shot where yes, she's crying yes, and yes. it's like sniffing her and that leaves. Very iconic shot. Yeah, but there's that's the beauty of that movie there's a lot of that it is a really it's actually kind of a funny shot the way it's done because it's just like hey, I don't. Just, just kind of walks in, just kind yeah of and it's like it. a swinging like bar door too yeah. so it's like boom, 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 boom. Um, does this did the director of this movie hate women because <laughs> there are two women that are pregnant that get killed yes two pregnant women die in the same movie well, an entire ward like an entire hospital ward of pregnant women gets killed off Jesus. screen like I, I was like, okay. One of them on screen. But. 
I, like I think Deep Blue Sea was that one of the that's one of the earliest movies I can think of where <laughs> you the you're not expecting the female protect like the yeah, yeah like one of the the main characters the female main character because in horror movies there's always there's usually one dude and one lady or one lady yeah very no, rarely it's the I mean, I, I read your book recently. Yeah. That's the, not, breed, the it's the breeding pair. Not my book. I let him borrow a book. Yeah, the, <laughs> I did not write a book. It's the, uh, it's the traditional breeding yeah. pair. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, usually monster movies in particular end with that as the survivors. They they let they let the mom go and the kid. Uh, they, they let a, they do let yeah, one but they mom killed the dad. They killed they killed the that they was killed actually, the fuck out they of that tried, dad. They actually should have killed they, should, they probably should have killed the other two because that girl's not gonna grow up normal. Oh. She Jeez. just watched her dad get eat like eaten by a xenomorph. Well, like, she also got to watch a man lose his shit and try to shoot her and her mom and then get his head blown off in a cemetery, no less. Jeez. So oh, she's seen the evils of that. humanity and seen her father torn apart by a spiky alien thing. Yeah, the movie's got layers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is some deep, deep storytelling. So they, the one, the one thing that I noticed too is they're really building up the will they, won't they uh, between the two of them. She, the whole time, wants that dude. Like it, she's not oh. hiding it at all. Oh, she is like really upfront. Like, so she much, wants that D. So much to the point where I was just like, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> like no, there's I like I was watching that in the theater. I was like teenager, I think, and I was like. Dang, like she's you, really pushing hard. Something bad is gonna happen to you, dude. Like they're gonna carry you somehow. Well, like that I mean, maybe that was like subtext or something where it's like one of these people knows what movie they're in. And he's like, I can't I can't take my pants off, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't understand, I got a bad feeling, Jenny. Uh, <laughs> they kill the fuck out of her too. Like Oh, that's that's pretty cute. Like it, that was very deep pussy esque. Where yeah, it comes, it comes out of left field, and it's pretty satisfying. Um, and and I don't know which version you saw. If it was the extended cut, I watched the unrated version yeah. a couple months ago, yeah. and then I watched just the regular version. Okay, the extended version that. I think has a uh, she like splits in half. Oh no, she like because the theatrical she just gets pinned to the wall. Yeah, but then just for fun they like put in an <coughs> extra Halloween. Sh- yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just put in like an extra shot of just like oh. <laughs> like bottom half falls to the floor, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the guy's like watching it happen. <laughs> it's great. It's cute. Oh man, because it's like oh no, my love, and then it's like <laughs> <laughs> like oh. And then he loses it and starts shooting at the prayer. Like that's that's. I wanted that boy to die though. I he's. He's actually dead, by the way. In real life. Yeah, he died in real life. I don't mean it. I take it back. <laughs> yeah, his character. Sorry. I get it. You want his character to die, but yeah, he. He gets impaled from like the kidney through the heart. He survives, and he survives. Incorrect. He should not. No. He should not survive. That boy is dead. <laughs> uh, also, this movie does have. I don't think you've ever seen it. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, rickety, rickety cricket. Uh, okay. <laughs> who is one of the funny? He's one of the funniest characters on that show. But he's the pizza. He's the pizza guy. The the uh, pizza place owner. Okay. The manager. Or oh, whatever. okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, he's the weirdly prickish pizza guy. I think AVP two is only valuable if you're well versed in the in the source material. Okay. If you I, if the, you <laughs> if you know and appreciate the movies that have come before, yeah. you will enjoy it. What is this? AV, AVP2? What's that all about? Let's check it out. No, it's not AVP2 Requiem. <laughs> yeah. you gotta, if you try to watch it with your mom, she's going to keep asking you questions the whole time. What's he doing? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> What's that stuff on his arm? Oh, 
Oh. They definitely stole uh, something from the X Files. Um, oh. That blue, that blue stuff that he yeah, has. Yeah, yeah. He just like pours it over people, and they just melt down. That. Um, do you remember the bad guy from Mortal Kombat Annihilation? The terrifying guy, uh, Brian Thompson. I want to. I think say. you're right. He's local. I should know this. Yeah, so yeah I think you're right. Washingtonian. Uh, <laughs> he he's like he's like an alien in there. And he has that. Ex- it is glorious. Glorious. <laughs> Oh my Father. god. Don't <laughs> nobody tell him that we're making fun of him. He's terrifying. No, I like him. He's he, great. But he has the exact same thing. Basically you pour oh, okay. it and then they like they just basically. Well, I will off. counter that though. Go ahead. And I don't know my X Files that well, but uh Predator Two seemed like he had the same goo, but used for a different purpose. I don't know if I didn't notice I don't remember any goo in the um, second one. In the second one he has blue goo that he uses to cauterize his wounds. Okay, yes, he does have blue goo. Um, um I'm, I'm sure the inspiration probably came from the blue goo from Predator 2. And that Very was, possible, what, yes. 94? I don't know, 92? man. 92? X-Files was done a lot in uh, Canada, so... Okay, okay. I'll, there might I'll, be some overlapping I'll, I'll, I'll let you have it, but... It's fine. It's still fun. Well, also, like, small note, just, but worth pointing out. AVP2 Requiem, uh, musically, is very interesting because they do a very good job of paying homage to... Um, mostly music from Aliens, mm-hmm. but there's also like some melodies from the original and Predator. Um, the National Guard scene, mm-hmm. which is again paying homage to the initial attack scene with the aliens and the Colonial Marines. Mm-hmm. You know the ambush where they all get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, shit. That's like dream come true kind of stuff. It's not executed all that well, mm-hmm. but just the idea of seeing guys roll up in strikers. And deal with aliens in the rain is kind of cool. Yeah. And the music that plays is basically taken directly from aliens. I have to start paying attention to soundtracks. And more. then they have the, the helmet cam footage directly from aliens. And it's not meant to be an original movie. No. Like, if you're judging it on that basis, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. um, like, there's so many shots and throwaway things that are just paying homage to that which came before. And it's great. But the one thing that really hurts it though is like budgetary limitations mm-hmm. like the special effects aren't particularly good um even the makeup effects not particularly great i like some of the makeup effects i think they do a good job of hiding it it gives you it leaves enough up to the imagination like when you see the dad dead in the woods you can see his like chest had burst and like yeah. you know what's happening and it looks pretty good but it's still kind of dark i'm more talking about like the the puppets i guess like cuz the Actually, this is something we should probably get into. Um, hierarchy of quality Predator costume. Not not movie, actual construction of the suit. Predator 2. I you think is the best? I think that Predator 2 is uh, the best Predator costume. Um, they spend a lot of time... Um, you see him the most. You see him a lot uh, in AVP and AVP 2. Mm-hmm. Big time. Predators, not as much. And I mean, you do see them, but it's more like... They're also radically different, too. Yeah. Um, I think I put the original at the top, actually. Um, usually usually it's, a, it's kind of a toss-up when you have um, the actor's actual eyes placed in the costume. Mm-hmm. A lot of monster costumes usually have animatronic eyes. Like Predator 2, I think, had that. Mm-hmm. Except for certain shots at distance, where I'm sure it was done for convenience. You are right. Now that I now because the first one, it was it was the actor's eyes, and it actually worked. Like, I, I usually do, usually that looks kind of weird. I like that shot when um, the 
one of the most famous lines. Come on, give me <laughs> come on, I'm right here. Where he's sitting there and like like Predator's kind of crouched and he like he yeah, sees he's, he's like kind of playing with the spike. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I see what you're trying to do, and you can see him. Yeah. Like, like that's actually really now that you mention it like that. The, the thing that worked with that design is it displayed intelligence. Mm-hmm. It showed a lot of character. And like growing up watching Godzilla movies, that was what made all the difference. Is that if the body language lends lends itself to the character, then you have a performance, mm-hmm. not just a guy stomping around in a rubber suit. And the same guy played the Predator in one and yeah. two, but I feel like the face was just a little better in the first one. I like the ornamentation on the second one. Mm-hmm. It was obviously more detailed and you could tell he was built more in the second one. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot more ornamentation on his face, like a lot more spines, a lot more protrusions. He almost had like beard type shit, but with spines. Mm-hmm. And his mandibles were much bigger and more, I don't know, more dramatic. And the like the close up of when he wakes up, the motherfucker, motherfucker. Um, that was pretty good. The eyes were a little distracting because they were colored kind of like i think like pinkish purple whereas the first one was more green yeah i'd have to i had to and, go back i haven't seen that i've seen the first it, one the, a lot but i haven't seen it in a while the vagina mouth thing is real though i know especially it, in the second one it takes you out of it a little bit because you're just like oh well because they i think they comment on it in the second <laughs> one too and I, pussy face yeah yeah, you it's, call them pussy it, face. yeah it's it's there like the yeah. first one it wasn't second one like <laughs> It's there. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's a little more gum action going on. Like, the first one had more teeth stuff. (laughs) I got kids here. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) It's like, man man cock, that's fine. Yeah. Like, thrust cam, that's fine. Put that mask on. Put that mask back on. Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) Why do we have the MPAA? Can I bring up the, my, it's the funniest shot. It's so funny. (laughs) Because it's the most obvious thing I've ever seen. Where, so I think that him going okay back to the movie. Um, he's she's like you should come to the pool with me like old times oh. for some fucking reason. Oh. Uh, I don't know what they were doing before. Um, um, but I'm like, if a hot girl is telling me that, I'm like, somebody's gonna be there with a camera. They're going to strip me naked and throw me outside or something. Yeah, like, that's what happens next. Something bad's gonna happen. And he's just like, no, I'll be there. And then she shows up. I still like when I was watching, I'm like. Ex-boyfriend's gonna show up, or boyfriend's <laughs> gonna show up, and this is just not gonna go well. And that is what happens. Yes. Um, but she's just like, oh, I was gonna wear a bathing suit, and then she she drops trowel. Yeah. Um, and she's gonna get a camera shoved right up her ass. Like we get the like the the shot coming up, we mm-hmm. see her. She's in great shape, and then <laughs> she's probably thirty-five. She goes to put on. She goes to put on her pants. Like we we know that she's got her clothes off. We don't need to see it anymore. Yeah. And we know that she needs to. Like yeah, hastily the, put do the shimmy. Yeah, they the camera moves down with her ass as uh, she's, she's <laughs> it's like on a stabilization as rig. she's going down. It <laughs> just focuses on her ass. Uh, it's the cool. It, it's I laugh every time I no, see that, it. No, that's like, great. It's so I, see, funny. I, had, I hadn't noticed that. I knew I knew that they put the camera up her butt, but um, it moves with her <laughs> as she's. See, put, I'm picturing the guy on the steady cam rig like. Having his headset on, having the director be like, "No, nah, you, you, you gotta do it again. You gotta do it. You again. Gotta, we gotta do another take, Jim. Like, get a like, second camera on. It's like you gotta, you gotta bend those knees, bud. You gotta bend. I, I know, I know. It's I know. Leg day was yesterday. But we gotta, come on. You gotta, you, you gotta show up ready. Uh, we gotta take it again, <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> Jim, Jim, we gotta take it again. Um, but yeah, like I've heard about it in other movies. I think maybe it's, the Transformers. It's called, it's called the male gaze. 
and it is a real thing. <laughs> I've I've heard about it. I heard it criticized in like the Transformers movies. With oh, Megan dude, Fox. dude. The I mean, the most amazing shot, well, transition rather, um, maybe I've ever seen is a uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon. Mm-hmm. We cut from the moon landing to what's your face's uh, butt run, it, walking up the stairs. Is it the looking bl- like a, a set from a meatloaf? A music video <laughs> really and she's got a stuffed bunny and the camera's like whoop, just straight up straight up this is <laughs> this is this is like not tasteful like this isn't no this is not either we went from the moon landing to a woman's butt the one, no the one in this one like it literally drops down so you can like you follow her butt the whole time and there's no reason for it it doesn't like like you guys, you have to really know that she's got her pants off, and she's still like kind of taking her time. Like after they're in the pool, like, and then when they see the the xenomorph jump in the pool, she's still trying to put her shoes on. Like, oh, something jumped in there. No, 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 I'm no, no. gone. Yeah, no, you 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 do the one legged <laughs> race. You know, your biggest pool fear just happened. There's a monster <laughs> in the pool, and you're still trying to put your shoes. No, I'm out the door. Yeah. But yeah, the whole time it's a trap. They're gonna <laughs> something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen to him. Well, what I wanted to see was like they show he shows up and she's like fully clothed, like has a hoodie on or something. And she's like, "Oh, you didn't bring the pizza. <laughs> like, you misunderstood." Oh, <laughs> it's, like, okay. it's like you know, last time you came and you brought pizza. pizza. Yeah, pizza. that's what I meant by old times. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this sucks. This sucks. And then he drives out into the mountains, and uh, they he, nuke his town. <laughs> he's just playing hard to get that whole time. Like he, he's just like, mm, maybe I don't know. Yeah, he's very cavalier. He's very blasé about pretty much everything. Like, yeah. I do like that they nuke the town. I, I think it would have been cooler. They had to. Were they setting up a sequel at the end with the gun? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I think it was just for fun. Okay. Um, I don't think they knew they were going to get a sequel, but you know, if if you're going to do the ending like that, you're not going to just end it flat. Yeah. Because there's really no reason to, because we don't even know really where the predators come from. Well, actually, that's the first movie we see their planet. That's what I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna bring up. That's too. the first movie we get to actually see where they come from. Mm. And I mean, that's that's the idea. Is that yeah. the the ending hints that yeah, we're aware of these things. Predator Two did that too. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's not like we're going to be at war with them anytime soon or get rid of them all anytime soon. I think we're going to lose. Um, I mean, that's a movie that's probably going to happen at some point. Like, instead of hunting, fighting, like, war. I feel like they, it would have been cooler to just, like, blow up the town with all of the people that we were invested in. Like, just, I, just I think that would have been a better ending, actually. They might have done it, honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, cause that ending feels weird cause, it's, cause it's not a happy ending. No. They get picked up by government troops and stuff. Like, yeah. and I'm sure there's fallout. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, they just, but yeah, they're, they're probably in captivity somewhere. Like the little girl is oh, probably yeah. in government custody. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe she'll be in the new Predator movie. No, she won't. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I f- that's something that actually feels kind of like, um, even the tone, like mm-hmm. even the style, kind of uh, parallels that of the Resident Evil movies. I don't know if you've seen any of those. I just, wa- I just watched the, uh, I watched it. For- I like the first one still. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I watched a couple <laughs> of the ones in the middle. The birds one sucked. I hated the birds one. Um, oh, that's like the third one. The most recent one. I I just watched that too. It's a lot of fun. I actually, I it is. I enjoyed it. It's 
amazing how the the lore, like the the franchise lore, that movie gives no fucks about people who have not seen those movies. No, no. So like, I skipped one of those movies. The, the no one, idea. the one directly preceding that, I think, is the only one I haven't seen. Is that Extinction? I don't know. <laughs> there are like six of those fucking movies. Well, that's the joke about the game franchise too. Is just like. The games are like the new beginning, part five or something. No, that, or that's ending. like Friday the Thirteenth stuff. Resident Evil's numbers, like to me, if you're gonna make a franchise seven or eight entries long, you put that number in the title. <laughs> you don't pussyfoot around and you put a subtitle. No, you put the number. You put the number. That thank God for the Fast and Furious movies. Fast Eight, yeah. Yeah, Fast Eight. Okay. <laughs> Just that's why proud. I stopped, that's why I stopped. Well, I did. I watched like five minutes of the second one, and I couldn't understand what that guy was saying. The the guy from the south, like the, oh. I couldn't. It, his accent was just was so, it was it Tyrese or someone else? No, no, no. The second one is uh, or Luda. No, it too better fa- not be Luda. No, <laughs> too <laughs> fast, too furious is like yeah. none of the original people. It's like no, no, no. They got Paul Walker. No, no, Paul Walker's not the second one. Yeah, it's a different white guy. No, no, no. That's the third one. Too fast, too furious. Yeah, that's Paul Walker. No, no, no. Tokyo Drift is one. Tokyo Drift's the one with the other guy. Yeah, that's the other guy. Yeah. I, think. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't understand what word he was saying. Oh no, he's terrible. It was like my life is. And a call. It's like, it's like Forrest Gump. Like, no, my, my brother says that he's actually a pretty good actor, but he was not so good in that movie. Don't get me started on that. That movie's basically the Karate Kid, but with cars in Japan. Um, one, one other thing I wanted to touch on with oh, the yeah, uh, um, AVP. Yeah. Um, the violence, I feel like, is more alien than Predator. Uh, you you kind of get a couple of uh, like predator shots, like you get the hanging upside down skin, always great. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the you get more alien, more alien violence. Yeah. Where it's it's not as graphic. Well, what I what I like about the predator in that movie is, a, I mean, it's very clearly modeled after the predator from the first one. Um, he his character is very deliberately laid out to the audience like mm-hmm. it's communicated much more clearly than than previous predators mm-hmm. so like predator 2 I, I you can see me going insane like trying to figure out what they're trying to do with him yeah and trying to understand what what his thought process is this guy is like a spec ops guy or something yeah like he's on a special assignment he's qa like not qa he's, uh, <laughs> he's a cleaner he's a clean he's a yeah. cleaner yeah. yeah he's there to clean up a mess yeah so he's there with a specific reason Mm-hmm. He's there to basically uh, scuttle everything, like scrap, scrap mm-hmm. like any evidence that may have come about as to their existence, I guess, and to stop the alien disease or whatever yeah, you want to call st- it from spreading. You, you got to stop that shit. So he's there for the aliens. People, he's there to kill witnesses. So we get a couple, <laughs> in, yeah, we get a couple instances of him offing like hunters that see him, like people who aren't supposed to be there. Come here. Are you uh, you from here? <laughs> you live over here? You live alone? <laughs> Anybody else in the house? I, I'm just wondering, you know. I think I'm thinking of my uh, movie. So it's just you in this house. Yeah. Would you, are your neighbors? Do they work in the daytime? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's uh, that's basically the extent of his interactions with the humans in that movie. Yeah. So the violence is very alien centric because most of the violence visited upon people from the predator or by the predator rather is perpetrated upon aliens, not yes, people. This is true. So, of course, the violence is going to be more alien-centric, so it's mostly, like, acid. And also, remember, uh, there's a queen present. Yes, there is. So we can't can't quite confirm that they're killing everyone. They may just be, you know... Incubating. Yes, they they may just be, you know, 
doing the thing where they like paste them up against the wall. So one of the things that I noticed rewatching it was the pregnant lady who was like about to burst yeah. on the on the bed. She gets incubated by the queen, yeah. and then when she bursts, there's like seven or eight of them in there. I think that was the point, was that they were trying to... That's actually kind of a clever workaround. It doesn't, I mean, logically it doesn't make sense. No. But um, that's, a fun, that's a fun idea for increasing the number of aliens quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that breed, too, the APs. That, yeah. that was an AP in there. Oh, I didn't notice that. They died so quickly. but <laughs> <laughs> They died as they came quickly. Yeah, um, no, they didn't get to contribute anything. But the idea was you're supposed to, It's things are supposed to be reaching fever pitch where it's like, there's a reason they're going to bomb the town. Yeah. Because this like, has gotten oh, out of control. <laughs> My next pick is uh, Predators. Okay. Um, so let's go Predators. Then. Violence is great. Uh, it's pretty great in that movie. Um, based off of one scene and one scene only. Um, Walton Goggins, yeah. uh, Stans was his name, um, who was a terrible person uh, oh, in yeah. that movie, an, a, an awful character, he's not a good person, he gets the best, I think, predator death, and I think maybe my top top 10 favorite movie deaths, I forgot about seeing it, I let out a, like an audible, oh shit, when I, oh he gets yanked, he gets spined, <laughs> like, like almost an eye roll from him. He's like this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like no joke. His body language did kind of have that. He's like this guy. He's I heard like, this t- fucking guy. I heard <laughs> you talking to that black guy. Like, you are not a nice person. <laughs> Just rips his spine right out. I I, I was watching it with my brother. I, no, I watched it. Um, I did watch it with my brother. I think. Oh, uh, good Predators. way to watch. Oh no, no, I watched it by myself because we had all the alien, all um, all the Predator movies. Okay. One, two, AVP, all of it. So I was like, I'm gonna watch Predators, and I was like, late at night, I'm like, oh shit! Like, this was, I completely forgot about that. That is, su- it was such a good death. I thought it was. It is. I thought it was um, really good. It's funny. I have very mixed feelings about Predators as a film. It's not good. No, I don't think it's particularly good. Um, I don't like. I don't like. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse him. He's getting, getting water, a beverage. Getting water. Um, I don't like um, what's his face, um, Adrian Brody, and it. He's just doing a Clint Eastwood impression the See, whole time. I don't mind him too much because I, I actually like the consistency of his character. Mm-hmm. And um, funny enough, we watched the, the Mummy, both of us, oh, pretty yeah. recently. And one of the big flaws I noticed in that screenplay is that that character is Tom Cruise's character mm-hmm. in the new Mummy, 2017 Mummy. Um, is very obviously supposed to be kind of a nasty person. Mm-hmm. He's kind of supposed to be a prick. In fact, there's repetition of him being called a thief. Okay. It even plays into the climax of the film. He doesn't seem like that bad a guy throughout the movie. Hmm. They just keep they keep throwing that at him in an attempt to like project that onto him. But his actual performance doesn't reflect that. And it, it's inconsistent and it's distracting. But Adrian Brody, I did like that he did some kind of scoundrel tactics like he did some questionable shit in there mm. and he was pretty serious about abandoning them towards the end too is that kind of how Ving Rhames' character was in the Dawn of the Dead remake he was just like get the fuck on like he was just like I'm not your friend yeah stay the fuck away from yeah. me yeah and I like that guys. about Adrian Brody's character because from beginning to end it isn't really until the end that he actually completes his arc and you know becomes slightly more altruistic actually he really only seems to care about the lady but... I was gonna say if, <laughs> if it had just been him and Topher Grace he would have shot him in the back of the head yeah honestly yeah. <laughs> easily but throughout the movie you know you say what you will about the voice and and like the, the physicality element of it. Like I did like that he he told them right up front, like, "Hey, I'm not 
I'm, I'm not here. For, yeah, I'm not here. I'm not here for you. Here. Yeah, he's almost doing I kill, I kill those people. I kill those people. Yeah, he's almost, <laughs> no, no, I kill those people. That's, maybe that's what bothers me because it's it's very very close to Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> but that's the other point though that comes to mind about the movie, and I wrote this down in my notes okay. when I like right after I watched it. The, one of the things that really jumps out to me about Predators is. It's like the most genial, friendly band of international killers you've right? ever met. Everybody's a buddy. I think that Danny Trejo, if he was a cartel guy, he was supposed to be a cartel guy. Yes. he would. I think that he just would have killed. Well, like, not only is everyone really friendly and down with the idea of banding together, like everyone, yeah. like everyone is down to hang out and group up. They all speak perfect English. Yeah, who's the Russian with the giant head? The Russian with the giant the head. The Russian with the giant head. <laughs> I mean, I didn't remember names for that movie. It's probably Olaf or something. <laughs> yeah, Dimitri. Demi- it is Dimitri. That's exactly. Vital- yeah, it's probably Dimitri. It is Dimitri. That's exactly. Yeah, what I mean, is. there's there's like three Russian names that every oh. Hollywood movie has, but yep. yeah, everybody's basically I can't pronounce the rest of them. I, I'm <laughs> I'm fine with uh, characterizations just based on like their uh, aesthetics, mm-hmm. like. Oh, he's obviously an African warlord or something. Oh, he's obviously a cartel guy. Oh, he was in prison. He was in prison. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind that. I actually kind of like that. But what's very distracting to me is that even Walton Goggins, the guy who's recently out of prison and is apparently a rapist and a murderer, is perfectly down to hang out with all of these guys. Yeah, it doesn't... (sighs) Even at the end, the thing that really bugged me, we get... Three heroic sacrifices in a row. Walton Goggins, I can tell you right now, stands. That character's no. not taking. No, he's going to take off. He should have been, <laughs> he should have been gone. But he, if he would have got gone real quick. <laughs> but I think that's the mistake of writing the or having him play that character because he has incredible screen presence. He's yeah. so funny. No, I, he's he's very endearing. You you come to like him throughout the movie. I liked him in uh, Hateful Eight. He was really good in that. I'm gonna do so much cocaine. Oh, so much cocaine. <laughs> so many fine bitches. Like, it's uh, it, <laughs> it, no, it's, that's a horrible thing to say, but he still makes it very funny. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's awful. And then Topher Grace just being well, him. he they used him well. He's like, supposed, he, he gets a comeuppance. He's very unlikable. By me, um, yeah, but think, and that's think the, about that's the point. That's the point. Like he's, James, he's not. You're not meant to like him. It's like James Woods. You're not supposed to like him. Yeah. Um, oh, that would have been great. <laughs> James Woods in a predator. <laughs> oh, would you shut up? Just shut. Well, see, that would have been great. Talking. What you do is you have like all the people come down in their parachutes, and then there's just this one guy that's like got the shoot on him, and then the big reveal. It's like, it's James Woods. It's like it's actually James Woods. Just being sarcastic and smoking, either what, even though that would give away their position. If like, what? Like, what do you want? What? Huh? I got to smoke. He's like he's gonna he's gonna catch us with a cigarette. Yeah. And a then, cigarette. No. And then yeah, he's like your first kill. Kill him. quick. Where it just like he gets sliced in half in front of everybody, and it's like oh shit! I, I did. <laughs> They're killing movie stars out here. I I did like the one little scene where they're trying to he's. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> the predators are trying to lure him, lure them with Danny Trejo. He's yeah. like, hey, <laughs> hey, over here, help me, help me. I'm like, it was kind of creepy. Yeah. And I'm like, it's good, but then he's like, no, it's a trap. <laughs> no, no, it's a trap. It's a trap. No. And then as she's walking away, he's like, help me. I'm like, ooh, it was. That was good. It was a nice little. That moment. was good. And, I like that. And I liked that they walked away too. Um, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. Oh. I very, very, very much disliked all the other creatures that they tried to introduce in that movie. 
Um, the dogs. I I hated that. The dogs. Like I hear they're in the new Predator. Oh God. Um, not those dogs specifically, but the concept of hunting with hounds. Um, what? They they do a good job in the script in Predators of explaining it. He's like Adrian Brody's like they're trying to flush us out. It's what I would have done. What I would have done. He's like, yeah. How do you know that? It's what I would have done. Okay, man. Yeah, yeah, we get your piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and I get that. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that. You flush him out and then you kill him. Um, but the way the way they did it with the dogs in that movie is very strange because they send the dogs out, then you hear the whistle and then they leave. Yeah, like they just call him back. It's like you lost like two or three of your dogs. Yeah, just and really the only reason I I can. The only way the math adds up in my head, like from a screenwriting standpoint, is that we have all these characters with guns. We only have X number of predators, and we want them to look. We want to book them to look strong in wrestling parlance. Yeah. And the only way we can do that is by making them formidable in every encounter these characters have with them. Uh, So in the meantime, we have all these guys with guns, and they need something to do with those guns. So we need to give them something to shoot. Correct. So we need to give them a lesser thing that isn't a predator that can that we can afford to make look less than threatening. Because those dogs didn't kill anyone. Mm. In fact, they were made to look kind of sloppy and boring. And and yeah, it's just I think it's just an excuse for an early action scene that doesn't take away from the menace of the predator. Well, we've reintroduced that machine gun from the first predator. Yeah, the, the machine old gun painless from uh. <laughs> From uh, Terminator 2, where yeah. he just... <laughs> just <laughs> oh, man. It's, gl- it's glorious. Brings First. a tear to your eye. Uh, but, yeah, that dude's camera... That is a nightmare, because they are, like, walking through the jungle in the first movie and in Predators. Yeah. That thing has to weigh 100 pounds. Well, think of the bullets. Yeah. Think of that. has a, That has a car battery attached to it. <laughs> Jesse Ventura's a big guy, but he wasn't happy. But like, you wonder why he's surly? Because <laughs> he's carrying that piece of shit. That, that's, I mean, in that first movie, they're supposed to be like, like, yeah, they're supposed to be moving quick. Oh like, yeah, there's that quiet. scene where they're like sliding down the hill. He wasn't doing that. <laughs> Mac threatens to kill uh, 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 Carl Weathers. Yeah. Carl Weathers because he's like, hey, you give up our position, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like, you're <laughs> making too much noise. One more time. I'm gonna bleed you. I'm gonna bleed you real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's good. He's, he's, oh no, he's, like Bill Duke or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Bill Duke. Yeah, yeah. Is this Green Beret's gonna kick your ass? Uh, <laughs> I eat Green Berets for breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> Punch. Uh, yeah, I was totally let down. I thought that as a kid, when you when you grow up, because mm. I'd watched too many Arnold movies, oh. that as an adult you were able to knock people out with one punch. Oh, uh, yeah. Come find out that's not what happens when oh, you become adults. Oh, yeah, adult. no, I mean, you watch enough Arnold movies, it, keeps, <laughs> it gets in your head. Yeah, it, 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 it puts certain things in your head that maybe aren't terribly true. <sighs> Blondes. Um, <laughs> yeah, total recall, you'll get it. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, I, I like... I like that one death a lot, just the Walton Goggins death, and I think that that makes it better than AVP um, and I think I, I, that's really it like the Lawrence Fishburne part I I don't I, know how I feel about it really I actually kind of like his performance his performance is good he has that look in, in his eyes that I like that he's he can switch <laughs> yeah he's not he's not looking at anyone in particular in the room but he's also looking at everything yeah and he he's a good actor yeah, and he, he did well he didn't take it he didn't take it easy <laughs> 
What I don't like is uh, his end. I, I hate the way he dies in that movie. He explodes. Yeah, but think think of the lead up to that. Yeah. Like, it's explained that he's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. And he seems it. And he's a hoarder. He's he's in it for himself. He doesn't care about the rest of those people. I get that. That yeah. puts him on the shit list of the viewer. Yeah. So the viewer expects him to have a comeuppance of some sort. Because he tried to kill them. Oh, yeah. Um, by smoking them out or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you have this character who's has this antagonistic relationship with the Predators. What I wanted to see was that to play... Yeah, on both sides. I wanted to see the predators be like that motherfucker. <laughs> been looking for you for a while. Yeah, it's like we've been waiting for you to come oh. out of your hole for ages. <laughs> but instead, he just like takes a wrong turn and gets blown up. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm gonna and kill the fuck it, out. It of needed you. To, it needed to be special in some way because from their standpoint, he would be special. He does also. He extends the predator verse by explaining um, the different sizes. He's like, there's bigger ones and smaller ones, yeah. and there's like. Um, yeah, rivalries the, the lore really that's like the movie's biggest contribution and it's a little controversial like mm-hmm. I, I still don't know how I feel about the concept of like tribal warfare among the predators well, we're never explained we're never sure why that they're even there we get it they're there to be hunted by them but why yeah I mean it's it's some sort of intergalactic game preserve mm-hmm. that that's made very clear but the one predator being there I don't know if that was hazing or like is he a war criminal or is he just like he might be one of the weird ones like he might be one of the dudes that was hanging out with um homeboy and predator too like he might have been around with him like his little buddy well, that's that's the thing is it that's very hard to decipher mm-hmm. is like part of me wants to say he's just from a different tribe well it could just be that there's a hierarchy like a caste system where it's like mm-hmm. We're the dark-skinned predators that are a foot taller than the others. Therefore, we're the we're in charge, and he's one of the small guys, so he's forever going to yeah. be beneath us. Well, you they went off, so that was the main that, the reason why they have that one predator up there. Yeah, is because in the first a- AVP we learned that it's more important to the predator to kill the aliens than it is humans because that's what he was there for. Yeah. So they actually team up with, he teams up with, uh, Oh yeah. No, he, he wants to go home. Like he wants out. But. So we know up until this point that they are willing to work with humans. So you have to go into watching predators with that assumption that he would have to kind of know that. I think he would have to know that they, he would be like, he's talking to him. Like he has to assume that he speaks English. No. And he's like, "Hey, man, I want out of here, and you're yeah. gonna get me out of here, basically." Yeah. And that was. Did they? Did they make a deal? I feel like he kind of did, but he dies. Well, they understood each other. Mm-hmm. Like he, like through gesticulation and stuff, Adrian Brody conveyed the information that he was intending to, and the mm-hmm. predator like set up the ship, and he was just like, "There's your ticket." But the predator didn't immediately make a move for the ship. No. So it stands to reason that he there's. Despite being like crucified for how God knows how long, yeah. he's his priority is still pri- re- pride, basically re- revenge. Yeah, pride, so. revenge, something along those re- lines. So it's it's a little muddled. Um, not entirely sure about that whole angle, but they were trying something new. Um, I don't particularly like the new designs, like for the larger predators. <laughs> Um, the masks. I do not like the masks. Yeah, the masks. I hate the masks. The, the heads are too big. The masks don't look particularly yeah, good. They look stupid. Doesn't the one have like a gold, like gold um, mouth? Like the, it, the it has like tusks. Yeah, it's like bone tusks or something that are mounted on like an obsidian mask, and then the one has like a more 
It looks like Shredder, kind of. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. it kind of looks um, like Shredder. He's the one that has the drone that they use once, and the dog and the dogs that they use once. Um, clearly, that was maybe a first draft thing that got scrapped because they use a drone uh, to do some recon. Mm-hmm. Never shows up again. The dogs are shown during the big reveal of all the predators. They don't use them again, gotcha. and he's. I think he was the one that got killed by the yakuza guy. And that is a yeah. that is a scene. Yakuza, Yakuza, Yakuza guy. I liked him. I liked his character. Uh, I liked him. I liked him. Okay. I like the finger thing. I like how he he's. I like, talk too much. I talk too much. Like, that was cute. I like. I like. No, that. that that was a nice little detail that I did like. Um, and now that I've seen Ichi the Killer, I understand more <laughs> about uh, Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza uh, Ichi the Killer. That'll that'll teach you a thing or two about culture. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Oof. Um, I I did like him as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he got to be in the Born Legacy of, like a few years later, maybe like the same year uh, as the villain again. Oh, really? Again, mostly mute. He wasn't good in it. Wasn't that enough. movie sucks? But um, <laughs> he gets killed by Rachel Weisz on a oh. motorcycle. I, did I? I think I've, I feel like I've seen one of those movies, but well, I don't know. I, I like those movies. Anyway, um, I have. I don't know how I feel about that whole katana fight. It it bugs me. It's like it's one of those things that I get it. Mm-hmm. It's like the example I always use is uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock. Mm-hmm. When you make Fast Five, Fast and Furious Five, mm-hmm. and you have those two things, those two components in your cast, the two biggest arms in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. If if you do not slam those two guys together, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's like it's like monster trucks in human form. It's yeah. what you do. If if you have those components in your toolbox, you use them like that. So you're saying that if you, you have a Japanese guy that gets a katana, and you have a you have and a, you have a predator with a bladed instrument, yes. and okay. a grassy field. So it'd be like Wolverine fighting samurai kind of deal. Like, yes. Okay. It, it's like if you have these things, you're obligated to use them. Like yeah. I mean, especially in a Hollywood movie, it's like oh, it's a Japanese guy. What what does what do the Walmart people of the world know about <laughs> Japanese people? Oh, they got curved swords. And chopsticks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have chopsticks and curved blades. Yeah. And they die honorably. 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 <laughs> He's half Japanese. I can't do the voice. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 wrong. it's racist if I do it. He's allowed yeah. to do it. Yeah, I'm, uh. I'm allowed. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that plays into my other complaint that I mentioned earlier. It's just the, the number of heroic sacrifices in a movie about... Scumbags. The, the scum of the earth. Scumbags, yeah. These people like throw themselves numerous times onto the sword, where uh, Oleg or whatever the fuck <laughs> the Ol- Russian Dimitri, Dimitri Olaf. Vitali, Olaf, whatever the fuck. They're um, all Dimitri. He he dies saving Topher Grace. Fuck he blows that. himself up. Yeah. Oh God. Walton Goggins dies. Try stabbing the thing so the other people can get away. The, I think he was trying to help save the black guy, which is nice. But you never see them like have a heart to heart. Do you like? They never have like that. He does because the black dude saves him at one point. I, like he kind of. I think he. Well, hang on, which black guy are you talking about? The big. Uh, remember at the very beginning, he's got like. No, no, I'm talking about way later in the movie. No, no, I'm saying is like you. We didn't have that moment of like why would Walton Goggins do that? Oh yeah. I think I think there was a scene where the black guy like helped him out or saved him or something like that. 
Yeah, no, I mean, we're introduced to them grappling with yeah. each other. Yeah. And they decide not to kill each other after. They're they're perfectly cool with each other after that. Is he racist? I think the assumption is that Goggins is pretty racist because it's a white dude in a prison outfit yeah. with a knife. It's, to it's a, safe to assume. I don't know if anything's actually said. Plus, I did see Hateful Eight, and he's kind of racist I, in that. I mean, African guy, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's like, really? You have, like, do you have... Any feelings on African people? <laughs> like, oh, but fun fun fact: the quote unquote black guy yeah. that, that was Mahershala Ali. I've I've seen him. In, I've seen him from something else. But uh, I can't. he I think he won an Oscar for Moonlight. Was that? Oh. Yeah, he he became something. I'm a terrible person. I've never seen Moonlight. Uh, I haven't. I didn't. For shame. Yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't know. either. <laughs> but point is, he's he's like slowly becoming a household name now gotcha. but he's one of the early kills in predators he and the way there, he dies right? is questionable because i don't even know what the fuck happened he's there um he's the sacrifice bunt <laughs> mm. um adrian brody uh like they they find the predator encampment and they find the the strung up predator yeah um Adrian Brody disappears, and then the other predators attack. Oh, I forgot about him. And then yeah. what initiates the attack is some spears come up from the ground, like a trap, and impale Mahershala Ali oh. from like multiple angles. But I don't, I really can't explain how that happened. Now, <laughs> like, now I know what you were saying yeah, about well, uh, Adrian Brody being kind of a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, and he pops out from behind cover and starts spraying. Oh, what's like, going on over here? Yeah, guys? he starts he starts shooting. Because he was trying to draw them out, which is kind of cool, because yeah. that is actually, you know, I mean, that's not very altruistic, but, I mean, if you're just trying to find the enemy and kill him, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, can we, me disliking Topher Grace aside, <laughs> what is, so he's basically just a serial killer. I think so. Okay. Yeah. And he, like, touches the one flower he's just like oh no it's poisonous yeah i know that for some reason i've been this is an alien planet and i know about the plants on here besides that but he has yeah. it on his little scalpel yeah um and then it just at the end it's like it's he it's him and the the lady that are left and he's just like eh, fuck it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna well he's isolated with her but they're in a like it's like a pit they're in a pit yeah but he's just like we're is his motivation like well we're probably gonna die soon so I'm just gonna like take care of business real quick or cause they're they're trying to survive still like yeah. there's still a chance and he's just like eh I'm just gonna go ahead and do this now there was no I just didn't see the reason in doing it it, it did seem weird what would have been see I don't know how to write around that actually cause from a writing standpoint I get the necessity of that reveal mm-hmm. cause it loses all its impact if you hint at it too early so they they kept it in reserve until that moment mm-hmm and the reason for that was because it's Topher Grace. He's this unassuming, dorky guy. That, yeah. that him turning batshit crazy evil at the very end is going to have some sort of impact. Mm-hmm. And put too much into that, actually. Because mm-hmm. what, what I think would have made more sense is to do what people naturally do. And there would be dissidents. There would, they yeah. wouldn't all grew up, group up. Yeah. Like you'd have splinters. You'd have factions. You'd have one guy wander off on his own. You'd have one group splinter off from the main group. There would be some. There'd be that classic scene where people in the group butt heads. Yeah. Where they like they even had an aliens vs predator requiem where it's like we need to go to the hospital get the yeah. helicopter and the cop the sheriff guy says no we need to go to the rendezvous for, with the government guys and she's like if we do that then everybody's gonna die or yeah. whatever yeah and that's the moment yeah. we didn't get in predators no and 
don't know. Like, I feel like the way you would have made that reveal make more sense, it would have lessened the impact. But the way you make it more sense is that you show that he has impulse control issues. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe when he's alone or something, he's talking to himself. Or he's having... Or, like, when he's with her. Like, you can tell he's nervous around her in particular. He doesn't lie. Um, but he's normal. Like, he lies at the very beginning. I noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, and then like, he uses himself down, and then yeah. he uses a scalpel, and someone kind of looks at it like, Didn't, I think it's Dimitri. He's just like, eh, yeah. Yeah, but Dimitri, he he played Dimitri. Like mm. he he took him as his, like his human shield. Yeah. But <laughs> he's um, got a giant head. But he, then he he stole Dimitri's a family photo and tried to use it for oh, sympathy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, he's that. it's shown that he's manipulative. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's also helpless and unarmed for the most part. It, so I guess it's enough of a red flag that you're paying attention to it. You're like, this guy's a little yeah. off. Like, what's his deal? And you know that everybody else is either a criminal or a mercenary or something. Or isn't, there, isn't the lady CIA or something? I can't remember what she was. Yeah, she, I don't remember her story. I don't remember her deal. Um, I think she was like CIA, though, because she, she knew about Arnold. Like, she, oh, she yes, knew yes, about yes, him. yes, yes. So, yeah, I think she was like a spook of some sort. Um,. But yeah, I just I feel like the the Topher Grace thing was stupid. Um, it, I did like he did have a pretty, it was kind of brutal. It was subtle but brutal because he's like kind of dying and he's just like, uh, and the prayer just like like a like a, a like an animal you're putting out of its misery. He just like stabs him in the back like straight through the lungs. It doesn't like, kill him though. <laughs> he's just like you get to hear some sputters. Oh. But yeah, like it's. You remember, uh, remember Zodiac? Did you see the the I did. I did. Um, the two people at the lake? Yeah, it's like he's he's like you have that stab. Like it's it's fucking brutal because mm. you're actually seeing it, and it's kind of like that where it's just real subtle and real quick, but mm. it's just like the impact. Like oh fuck that that really hurt. Yeah, and then he turns him over and he explodes, which mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of explosion deaths, especially when it comes to um, spike killing. Like Male the professional, sorry. <laughs> to me. Explosion, explosions don't have as much emotional resonance. Mm. So if you have a character like that, that the audience is intended to hate, mm. you can't blow them up. No. because you know it's it's impersonal. You it, need them to suffer a little bit. Well, yeah. You can't savor the little yeah. details. <laughs> it, yes, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it, it's fine because all the things that came before that. Like actually, like say what you will about the Batman voice, um, Adrian Brody telling like whispering like a snake like i'm fast <laughs> that was pretty fucking cool i'm fast yeah. when he stabs him in the mouth that was okay that yeah. was pretty fucking i like cool. a good uh, mouth stab yeah um a, a non-fatal non mouth stab Pun <laughs> that's actually really funny death and punisher, punisher? <laughs> the tom jane punisher i wrote an entire article about that five second sequence oh my goodness like a thousand words just about <laughs> it's, it's so funny <laughs> from a logistical standpoint that sequence is hilarious it's it is and uh, doesn't he blow up the other son? He's like, you killed my sons. And both of them. Both of them. <laughs> there's, a, there's a funny... I know you don't watch the show. Um, anybody listening to this, watch Archer. It's a great show. Um, but he's he's infiltrated the Irish mob. Like, he's had to... Like he's He basically has to hunt down the Irish mob, and, and they're not cooperating. So okay. what he's done is he's handcuffed one guy, and he's put a bomb up his ass. <laughs> oh, man but on fire stuff. Just, just enough so that if he... If he tries to release, it'll blow up. And 
and she's like, really, you had to do that? And he's like, oh, no, it's just a smoke bomb. And the guy's like, oh. <laughs> it blows up, and he's like, oh, maybe it was an actual bomb. Oh, no. But I had that in my head when I was watching Punisher not too long ago. I'm like, I wonder if... if I can't remember what he does to him. I, I, I think he puts a bomb somewhere on him. But he gives him a whole spiel about isometrics. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, you look like a strong kid. You ever done isomet- isotonics or isometrics or whatever? He's like, hey, a small weight, you know, you hold it up, though. Hell of a workout. <laughs> and, yeah, it's like he's, he's, like, pinned by, like, a bookshelf, and he like puts that. a bomb on a, on a cord that's suspended from the ceiling. So if he drops his arm, it'll pull the trigger. Gotcha. Yeah, very, that would have been hella funny though very, if like he's like trying to look all cool in front of John Travolta and then like explosion. He's like, oh shit! <laughs> he's like, whoa! He's like holding his ears. Like, he's oh, like, man. totally didn't mean to do that. <laughs> that was supposed to be a little bit longer. <laughs> More like mm. I wanted him to live. <laughs> like, he was supposed to sit around for a little while. He's like, yeah, somebody had to tell the story. Shit. <laughs> so AVP. You say that's the bottom of the barrel? I hate it. I, oh, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Absolutely <laughs> just, I, it's been... I've heard it criticized before for um, the lack of violence. There's no blood, I think. I don't think you see any, Not really. hardly any blood. Even the supposed director's cut or extended cut, it's tame. Tame. Nothing really there. I I think it's... It was PG-13. I like the idea. I kind of like the idea of... I think it's hard to match those two franchises together because yes. they're completely different. Um, but I think it's kind of an interesting idea where they're like, oh yeah, they come down here and they hunt these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of fun. I, I get what you're coming... Like, that's a way that you can kind of match them together. Um, well, and the idea of a ritual being what what is the instrument that brings everything together, it, it writes off the whole, like, wait, don't they spread? Like, yeah. if you make it a ritual in an isolated location, that's yeah. like, okay, this makes some sense. That this can be repeated with, you know. But they're, but are they trying to say also, like, this has been happening for, like, millions of years, and these guys yeah. are older than... Yeah, they show that it happens in, like, ancient times. Yeah. And, and Predator 2 touched on that, too, because when Danny Glover kills the Predator and that, he gets the... the ben like, Franklin gun. Yeah, the Ben Franklin <laughs> Yeah, it has, like... Some like fifteen hundreds or twelve hundreds date on it. Yeah, it's like fifteen hundred or seventeen hundred or yeah, something. It's crazy old. It's and like, yeah, it's a fuck? it's a black powder pistol. Yeah. It's a flintlock. Yeah. And so it, it that whole point in that movie in the early nineties was just to point out, oh, they've been doing this a while. Yeah. And A V P says they've been doing it a long while. Mm-hmm. And potentially the thing that gets kinda stupid is when they like start to make the predators out to be like the equivalent of like the Egyptian gods. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, they taught us how to build pyramids and we worshiped them. It's like, okay, now we're tying things together too tightly. If you were to like read this, like read the script and like the, whoever wrote this was like like just smoking weed constantly because it just I think Paul W. S. Anderson may have had a hand in writing it. <laughs> He's big on his high concept action movies. I th- it's it's too smart to the point that it becomes dumb. <laughs> I, I think it would be a, like a watchable movie, but like the only reason why I'm watching the rewatching like the Predator movies and stuff like that is I like the makeup effects. And I like to see yeah. like the the gore. I want like that's what I'm here for. I'm for like the, some cool kills. I want to see. Don't get none of those. I want to see people mangled. Like yep, you don't get none of you that. Don't, you don't get it. You don't get none of that in AVP. And I would argue you get potentially the worst Predator costumes in the entire history of the franchise. Yeah, it looks like shit. Um, and does that maybe have to do with the fact that they are 
Um, it's this is a cold climate now. Predator, at least in the first two movies, has uh, been in very warm climates. Yeah, they've. Uh, it's actually spoken at least once or twice in the first one in when it gets hot and in predators in predators yeah. uh, that planet seems to be yeah, it's tropical yeah at it least looks, um, looks tropical yeah so um, and uh, you know the lore i've, yeah. I've read some the of the lore. comics and played and played <laughs> some of these games so i know i know they're called yautjaw yautjaw that's the called. name of the species wow um <laughs> yeah okay. they're, they're known to favor temp like high temperature okay are they mammals? Because they seem to have the same endoskeleton as humans. Um, uh, I don't know that much. They have a different so, head. They have the same number of they digits. Have mandibles, and they have what po- appears to be reptilian skin. They have opposable thumbs because every time the predator <laughs> takes off his yeah. mask, oh, yeah, he, he has to just yeah, very lightly just put his yeah. entire hand, <laughs> both hands over the front, and slowly pull it off. Yeah, and he has time. this perfectly manicured fingernails to go tink. You do it. You do it one time in the first one, deservedly, because that is what we have. That is a grand ass reveal. Did they have? They could not have shown him in the trailer, did they? Did they no, show? I I don't think so. I think it was just really dramatic narration and just Arnold and I guns. Could and not shelters. imagine being in there like opening weekend, like this is new Arnold movie Predator, and you get the reveal of him. You're like, holy shit! That is one of the coolest creature designs oh, ever. Yeah. Well, not only that, but you see him standing opposite Arnold, and he's a head taller than him. Well, the dude that plays him's like seven. Yeah, Kevin Peter Hall. How tall is he? He's like seven foot, maybe oh. plus. And he was like, like not even like just like who, uh, like like super skinny. Like yeah. he's actually like a, a pretty big guy. But the that one the one shot that always stands out at me is when he does the predator pose, the the yeah. spread <sighs> arm, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and that. there's one shot from the side that looks like Mortal Kombat or something, where that, he's hunched over and he's still bigger than Arnold. That I do. And his wingspan is just like this. I do love that pose. That oh yeah, that's it. why it was kind of nice to see it with King Willie in the second one because it's like. It's iconic now. Yeah. It's like when when the predator's ready to have a ritualistic like one on one with somebody, you know, barehanded or whatever. Which they love this to is, do. This, yeah, they <laughs> they're all about that. They they're like that they're like gypsies or the Romani or whatever. <laughs> they <love laughs> all it. about that street fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, AVP. The design of the predators. I remember the hype train was very strong for this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember I had HBO at the time, and they had, like, a featurette. And they said that they made a conscious decision to bulk up the Predators. Like, make, make them, them make them larger. Well, because I think they have to be bigger than the Xenomorphs. They have to be. Yeah, but you need to consider logistics. Like, in general, the lighting in the film is a problem. Oh, God. It's, very, it's very bright. It's very flat. Oh, I blame Scream. I still blame Scream for this. <laughs> it's it's kind of a hideous movie at times to look at it. Uh, the special effects work is good. Like the CG for the Alien Queen holds up. Yeah, actually, that I do. The one scene I do like is when she gets uh, uh, wrapped up by the chain and she gets oh yeah taken. Off. I like no, that shot. That, that whole sequence at the end in the fishing village yeah. is. I mean, it, it feels like Jurassic Park or something, but it's a fun little monster fight. Mm-hmm. Most of the other alien effects are kind of garbage. Um, but yeah, the Predator suits are too bulky. You can tell that they're not fun to move around in. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like we were just talking about, the the actor, mm-hmm. actor, yeah. like not stuntman, actor, yeah. he, he gave a performance. He had a grace in the way he moved. It's very deliberate, like the way he laid his hands on his mask. Um, the guys in the Predator movies, um, one of them has, uh, has had a great 
uh, career as a stuntman slash man in costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget his name, but I, I used to watch him on a website called Channel One Hundred One. Um, not as successful as Doug Jones. Uh, not as <laughs> successful, but like he's getting there, man. He's really? been he's been Jason Voorhees, Ooh. a predator. Uh, he's done mocap for a couple of the Resident Evil movies. He, Yeesh. yeah, he's he's done some stuff. He's done some stuff. But um, Doug Jones <laughs> has done everything. Yeah, he has. <laughs> silver fucking surfer <laughs> he's the weird thing from legion oh my god i rewatched yeah. that yeah, the I, ice cream man dude yeah. that movie is awful it is terrible the whole it's so weird don't get me started you saw that in the theater too right no okay i did <laughs> no i seen it i seen I, it, but... I went to that movie on the strength of the old lady in the trailer saying you're all gonna fucking die <laughs> yeah it looked like it was gonna be kind of cool but it sucks no it, it it's sucks. it's very lame there's it's one of those movies that you can tell it was like some some script that someone wrote when they were like 13 yeah. And they're like maybe raised in a religious household. <laughs> yeah, that's what kind of interested me in it. I think uh, at the time I, I enjoyed um, how would you put it like movies that kind of mess with religion. Like Prometheus yeah. is kind Dogma. of like well Prometheus um, to get back on Alien uh, <laughs> surprise Alien movie. Um, oh it the they completely are like uh, no religion is completely false we made you basically mm. we're we're the architects we're well, yeah and they've very i mean ridley scott is obsessed with that as a topic like it tip it touches he touches that in like so many of his films and they very purposely added the main character's like religious bent i like, love i love prometheus just on a side note, I despise Prometheus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a talk. That's a talk for another day, though. But oh yeah, anyway, yeah, AVP, the Predators, the design of them, I fundamentally dislike, mm-hmm. except for the main one because it's essentially a copy of the original Predator. Yeah, and the thing that drives me nuts about this movie in particular is these Predators are incompetent. There are three of them. Two of them are killed by the same alien drone oh, within. Three minutes of each other, one alien yeah. for two predators, and That's the what happened? They were taking on mountains of the like they were up on top of well, the, the pyramids, like in, blasting in the dudes. defense of the screenwriters. And I, you know, I can't push this point too hard because they're right. Mm-hmm. Um, these are these these. <laughs> These predators are having their bat mitzvah. Yeah, <laughs> like these, these predators are having their their like they're growing into adulthood celebration. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. So they're <laughs> they they came in with their yarmulkes and they're they're looking for the Torah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're yeah they're, they're there for their plasma casters and oh yeah the Torah. They're young. Maluk Ata Adonai Arohim Motherfucker But yeah, the, I mean the idea is these are predators who have not quite ascended to like hunter status. Yeah. So the idea of them sense. being less than stellar at what they do makes some sense. This but is their- two of them, for, like one drone for two of them, and we have an entire hive of these fucking things. This is like them being dropped into the wilderness with a pocket knife, and like, hey, go survive, go figure it out. <laughs> yeah, like- but it's it's like there, there's an expectation that you know both franchises will be honored. Uh-huh. You know, both franchises, well, that's that's the key to any versus movie. Is if you have King Kong versus Godzilla, you got to make King Kong look good, and you got to make Godzilla look. See, good. they thought they could do this, the fan service just by um, having Waylon be uh, Bishop from Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and and the remaining Predator is displayed to be like amazing. 
Mm. Like he he does some crazy shit where he catches a chest burster in midair and snaps, yeah, snaps his, neck. his neck. That's and cute. Just, that goes, is kind of oh. that but is kind of. He shakes his head. He's just, <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, no, that's cute. But it's kind of weird that he's like that much, that many levels ahead of the other two. Mm-hmm. And the other two happen to be the ones that have the more unique designs. And anytime you have a something new, mm-hmm. you want to see it do something cool. And you didn't get to see him do anything cool. <laughs> It died too fast. Another thing about AVP is that it feels like a set. Like oh, the, yeah. The first movie does not... It, it You're in the jungle. The second one is on location, but it feels like you're in LA. Yeah, they, they balance it pretty well in the second one. There's there's a lot of sound stages, like the, the meatpacking plant mm-hmm. and, and the Colombian drug lord's apartment yeah. loft. But you get enough street scenes and stuff where yeah. it feels like a lived-in city. It, it feel, yeah, it feels real. This one, like... There's move so something that bothers me is when I'm um I I can't smoke pot and watch movies because this weird thing happens where I start if I get if I smoke too much pot I can't watch the movie I see people acting I don't see somebody playing a character I see somebody like just I'm sorry I don't see the character I see somebody playing a character which was the problem I had with Blade Runner 2049 with Jared Leto um but. That's how it kind of felt with AVP. It's just like, it doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like a set. Oh, yeah. No, but the, the, that whole that whole pyramid set, the combination of the lighting and the design of it, mm-hmm. it's ambitious, and I like that, but at the same it time... It feels artificial. It feels very artificial. Yeah. It feels like I'm watching uh, Nickelodeon Guts. Yeah. And they're climbing the <laughs> aggro crag. <laughs> I was actually... That you and the British lady's talking about actuators and Michael Malley. We, we'll probably have to do... We'll have to do an episode probably... I think we're, we might just have to just do a few franchises. I think we should do the Batman franchise. Oh. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention about that was something when I was watching it. Um, I didn't realize, because I've seen this movie so many times, I didn't pay attention to this, that Schumacher was, I think, trying to, in what I noticed in Batman and Robin pay homage to the TV series because if yeah, you look at yeah. Mr. Freeze's lair oh. it looks like the, it just looks like a better built set from yeah. that TV show well I mean I think Schumacher's background was in costumes and production design mm-hmm. and I think Paul W.S. Anderson same thing well you just see the big ladder and there's just a big button that opens up to his where his wife is like, she's dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's there's no oxygen she doesn't have she, she's in a tube <laughs> she's in a tube <laughs> you have your wife in a tube sir she doesn't have any kind of breathing apparatus on she's just a woman she's a, a woman who's drowned in yeah. water just floating like that's she's dead <laughs> yeah she's she's very dead but i but, mean you like the sets in that movie you can practically see like Almost that it was like built on a rotating stage. Yeah, it probably was, honestly. Yeah, like I mean, that early like, action scene when they're doing the the ice skating and stuff. Oh gosh, fighting the hockey guys but, like that feels like a rotating. But, but that's stage. it's Batman, and if you're gonna be paying homage to the 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 series, that's what the the sets look like. If you look at like the the Riddler set in there, it's it's just like that, oh just yeah, less, no. Less I mean, the, we'll get into Schumacher someday. Yeah, but um, camp. Is the is yeah. the name? Okay. That's the, that's the name of the game that gets thrown around whenever you're you're talking that particular brand of Batman. But but anyway, but yeah, that that's what I I think that's my big thing. Is lighting is another thing that bothers me in movies, which is why I don't think Scream holds up as well for me because oh, it's I hate, the flattest lighting you'll ever I see. I hate the lighting. Super bright. It. Like I love the outdoors scenes at night where it's mm. like 
Do we have like floodlights in this neighborhood like, or what know, the fuck? You've seen, you can actually see it in <laughs> Fast and the Furious. You can see that they're on like an actual LA highway yeah. or uh, expressway. And you can see those giant lights that they have on production. You can see yeah. the giant light lighting up yeah, the street. The, the late 90s and early 2000s were maybe the ugliest era of film that I've been around for. Well, we were, I was, I mentioned this, uh, I was talking to a couple of buddies about, uh, Scream, and I'm like, I don't really like rewatching it, because, like, as a, even as a kid, I'm like, it's just too well lit, and they're like, but that's what makes it, it makes it scarier, is because it feels like it's really happening, I'm like, no, 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 no. My house didn't look like that. Watch Strangers, if you want to see, like, oh, yeah. some, yeah. like, lighting, and, like, looks like it's actually happening, watch that movie. Yeah. That'll scare the, the shit out of you. It's naturalistic lighting versus just flat, overlit, yeah. just garbage <laughs> but, <that's, laughs> but no when we mentioned that so this movie is extremely bright it's it's supposed to be filmed in I'm gonna say Antarctica I can't remember so snow if you have that kind of atmosphere it's gonna be bright yeah but one of the criticisms that I've heard and I had with AVP 2 especially when you first saw it what's the first thing that you can think of mm. when you thought about that movie was it was hard to see oh yeah it's you, muddy it's it, dark it's really hard to see and like I said I don't think you ever really get to see ap like you don't ever get to really see the face you get the idea of what's going on but you, you know. do but most of it's in the rain at the end and it's hard to, like it's so quick and it's so dark during yeah. those those uh during those scenes that you don't really get a good shot yeah i think that's a necessity though um that's how you make puppets look good what is it also the the one of the designs uh, one of the problems I have with the design his head is, is gigan- enormous it's gigantic it's the yeah. biggest head like it's impossible <laughs> for this thing to walk around yeah well again that's why you shoot him that way is because I'm sure the guy in the suit was miserable uh, and <laughs> yeah you ask him to do stunt work wearing that thing he's gonna be sore in the morning so I mean where would you like my rankings were. Predator, Predator 2, AVP 2, Predators, and then AVP. Would you agree or disagree? Would you say... I know you're not probably not going to disagree on the first one. <laughs> yeah, no. Pre- Predator is... Yeah. Predator's the best. Like, there's... Mm. Even with this new one that's coming out soon, I seriously doubt it has a chance of standing up to the first Predator. No, there's no way. But... I don't know. I 2 is fine. But that's all I can give it. Like, it's, it's not... I think it's a fun movie. It, it can be fun. Um, it's it's fun in kind of almost that like campy sort of way. It's it's winking at you the whole time. Yeah. And the first one didn't have that so much. Oh, it also sets up, and this was actually a debate my brother had had uh, for a couple of a couple of years. He noticed the xenomorph skull in the back in yeah. the background, yeah. and I'm like, "That wasn't the xenomorph skull." He's like, "Yes, yes, it was." I'm yeah, like, no, it was not. <laughs> no, it's he's not right. a thing. Why he's would right. they? Why would they ever put those two franchises together? <laughs> That's not. It's impossible. So when he told me that, hey, bitch, uh, <laughs> as, as your brother would yeah, do, there's an AVP movie coming out. And I'm like, no, there's not. And then I read about it. I'm like, oh, there's an AVP movie yeah. coming out. I'm like, he was right. That little bastard was right <laughs> the well, whole time. I mean, I, I mentioned this earlier that. The, the build to the Aliens vs. Predator franchise mm-hmm. like began with the comics. And I think the movie uh, pushed that just a little bit further. Mm-hmm. I don't know the timeline, but um, Jason Goes to Hell had the stinger at the end of the movie where yes. Freddy's hand yeah. comes out and grabs Jason's mask. Yeah. So somebody had the same idea. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, the Aliens vs. Predator franchise kicked off with the comics, and then very shortly thereafter, they started making computer games, 
and an arcade game, which I will say is one of the best arcade games I've ever fucking played. Really? It's fucking great. <laughs> um, so yeah, by the time by the time like the 2000s roll along, Aliens vs. Predator has been a thing outside yeah. of movies for quite a while. Yeah. So like the build to that movie was, it took forever to gain momentum, and you know securing. Securing the rights to the characters actually wasn't the problem. I don't really know what was. I think it was the fact that both franchises were pretty stalled mm. throughout the 90s. Yeah, because Predator 2 was like 92-ish? 90s. It was early It 90s. was between 92 and 94. Um, and Alien 3 happened around that time. And that didn't do was, well as yeah, far as like I know. It was like It either didn't do well or um, the producers were not happy with it. The director was not happy with was it. Was that... The Resurrection, I know, didn't really do well either with no. with critics or audiences. I, I, like, I like all those movies. I Yeah, I like it. It's I, I think there's a lot of value to it. But yeah, you need to remember that both of those franchises were kind of dead in the water mm-hmm. throughout the entire 90s. What had more hype? I think Freddy vs. Jason had more hype than AVP. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think a lot of it, I think it may have come out before, too. I oh. think it. Oh, they I can't remember. Rem- yeah, it, it was very similar. It was mid two thousands because they're they're both really well. Put it lit. this way: a a former Destiny's Child person <laughs> was in the cast, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that I think it was more enthusiastic because of what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fucking slasher crossover film. Yeah. Like, do you know how hard it is to fuck that up? Like. <sighs> They did it, but <laughs> hey, hey, I actually I kind of enjoy that movie. Mm. Whereas like Aliens and Predator, like you mentioned, they're very different franchises. See, I've never, I haven't seen, I've seen the first Friday the Thirteenth, and I've seen Jason X. Uh, Jason X looks like a porn parody, and almost is. Uh, oh, it, yeah. Oh, it nearly is. Oh, yeah. No, the the combination of the soundtrack and the lighting and the performances. Yes, it really does feel like it's on cinema. You take the sex scene from Predator Two and you throw it into Jason X, you have a porno. Like it's. Oh yeah. <laughs> Except for that scene is like head and shoulders better than like any of the production values in Jason <laughs> X. <laughs> oh man, Jason X is awful. Um, hey, I, again, I still derive enjoyment. I, I, enjoy, I, like, I enjoyed watching it, but it's pretty terrible. Uh, did you have anything else to say about AVP? Um, not there's not a whole lot to say other exactly. than it rubs me the wrong way because it's it's PG thirteen it's tame as all hell. That the, how do you have the PG thirteen Predator? But you can't have either one of those franchises. You PG-13. can't. And and what also bugs me is that AVP Requiem did it better. Is that uh, you have this human cast of characters that are there by necessity, mm-hmm. and the whole concept and this was even in the marketing is that they're Whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. Oh fuck. The yeah. human characters in the first AVP are mostly worthless and are all taken out of the picture almost immediately. That's true. They don't even get any fun like getting picked yeah, off. Or anything I mean, like that's that. that's what you do with the human characters. That's why they're there is to provide a body count. Is to keep the audience engaged. It's like the slasher movie rule where you got to kill someone every ten to fifteen minutes, otherwise they're going to get bored. There's not even a good death in that movie. No, everybody gets dragged away. Um, I think, I think the queen dying. I think that's the best death. Is her <laughs> like arguably yes? I think that might be the best scene. The best that it's the best scene. I think, but the best death in the movie. I mean, the the one that has the most emotional resonance is the 
it's, I can't even call it a kill. It's the mm-hmm. Italian guy getting shot by the lady mm-hmm. because it, she's a good actress and she shows that she cares. Then I, the Scottish guy dying was that was off screen. Uh, the guy from Gladiator with the scar on his face, mm-hmm. the Irish guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, oh, I forgot he's he that. he gets like yanked into the ceiling or something. Yeah. He gets nothing. You know, it's that just was effective no- in Alien Alien Three. Yeah. Yanked. That was that was effective. No, that the fa- the warden. That was, that was great. That was good. Well, I mean, that was great because it was during a crowd. It was during a crowd yeah. scene, and <laughs> he's delivering a speech. <laughs> and it's like gruesome and like, like what and the it, fuck just happened? It changed the tone. Oh, it did. It's just like, oh, now this the, is real. This is yeah, real now life. now all these like shadows that Ripley's been screaming at now they're real. But yeah, AVP like there's no good kills. No good and, kills. And the human I can't emphasize this enough. The human cast is erased from the film with the exception of the girl. Yeah. Almost immediately. Yeah, like it's like, pretty quick. Like I think like they they even say like the pyramid rotates like every 10 minutes. Mm. I think it rotates like twice and they're already all gone. Yeah, and they're it's just her. Everybody and then the did. rest the rest of the movie is just her and her her dreadlock boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of funny, actually. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Now, I thought that my favorite death from uh, AVP2, um, I thought the best one was the dad dying. Uh, not the the little girl's dad, like the the military lady. The, oh, yeah. The, well, him, that, that was mostly off screen. It was off screen, but I found it funny because it was so traumatic to the kids. Yeah? Like, she's like, I saw a monster, and then I just saw my dad like kill my Not dad. only that, I saw... I got to watch... As my mom carried me out of the room and didn't turn around. Yeah. Like, ran without turning back. I'm like, that's... So, how does that make you feel about your mom now? (laughs) Why don't you mention that the hot girl wants the hot girl... Like, now I want to see that. You want to see her split... Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm almost positive that happens. I want to see that now. Um, What... The acid deaths are kind of cool. The 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 bully guy, your Chuck or whatever. Yeah, Chuck. Uh, His face gets melted. That was kind of (laughs) cute. Because, again... He's an asshole. Yeah. The audience expects something bad to happen yeah, to him. Asshole. What's the worst thing we can do to him? Let's melt his fucking face off. I think the pregnant lady exploding was really good um, because she's just like flipped out. Like she's you. You could tell that that was thrown in there. Like it's like, can we slip this past the censors? Will the they, studio let us do this? Because this they, is some dark ass shit. I like, think that might have been why they were able to get away with. Can you do that in Canada, by the way? <laughs> like this is all shot in Canada. I just I can just imagine like. It's all a bunch of like mom pa like working on the on the set like oh what you what you got going oh, on oh you got here? a pregnant lady oh, there oh no oh no oh gosh oh, oh darn oh, darn. oh gosh just all the aliens in there oh huh? she got aliens coming out of her stomach there I, I don't think that Canada have I don't think they have that much uh, fake blood up there I don't I don't think I don't they know even... man like I'm starting to catch wind of this actually like there is a there is a market for low budget horror movies produced in Canada. Like that, it's a thing. Okay. Like Ginger Snaps, uh, Wolf Cop. Like they look into it. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you, like I can't name them off the top of my head, but look into it. Like Canadian horror, like, exploitation they call it. I just is, imagine it's a thing. I imagine like the like somebody's mom, like one of the like one of the Canadian actors is just, like one of someone's moms in there. She's bringing like maple cookies. She's <laughs> like, what are we what? I want to show my mom the set, you know. I want to show her, and like they go to the like, oh, what you shooting over here? Like I got her in the hospital bed. Oh, what's that? What's on your belly? Oh, and just, like, <laughs> oh, isn't that nice? Oh, she just she just pukes and dies. Yeah, <laughs> 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 show my mom. This this is too American for Canadians to watch. 
They're killing baby. They're killing uh, fetuses and yeah, yeah, pregnant pregnant moms. <laughs> yeah, I think I would go with the acid death or yeah, the girl getting split in half. That's one, it was one or the other. I I thought it was pretty funny because they just kind of built. They just spent so much time building this, and then it's just yanked from them. Just yeah. <laughs> Like no, that. It was funny. Like yeah, I was I in the theater, I laughed, and I was meant to. I think, yeah. I now that you mention like this kind of almost like a homage to like old like B horror movies, like I kind of, I might have to watch this again just to see if I can pick up on it a bit. Oh more. yeah. It also, like just keep in mind like the angles and the and like the lensing because really, there's so much of it is obviously done in a certain way because they're trying to pay tribute to the thing that they love. Mm-hmm. It's not a good movie, but, no. <laughs> but you know it, it's still fun to watch. If you ask me. Okay, so should we talk about the Predator? Yeah, I think there's just not much to say about AVP. No, there really isn't. <laughs> Sorry it's about just, that, Paul. But, <laughs> but we know you made up. You made a boring movie that it just isn't that fun. I'm sure you and Mila are listening right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> find them. Destroy, destroy them. them. Do it for me, Paul. I swear to God, if. I see an umbrella company sticker anywhere near me. Oh wow, that would be <laughs> you awesome! Think he has it on his car. <laughs> I'm sure oh, he's got. Oh, that'd be really funny. So, um, so yeah, I. Which brings us to the Predator. The Predator, 2018. I think it is. So one, I was talking about this with a couple of buddies. I'm like, I think it's going to be good. One, Shane Black is involved. Mm. I think that that's. I think that's going to be helpful. Mm. Um, it has an actor he's the actor from Logan I believe is is who it was yeah uh, remember the blonde Boyd guy? Holbrook Boyd Holbrook yes yeah. um, Boyd <laughs> I really liked him in Logan I really liked Logan and I think that he's gonna be good in this movie I I liked him in Logan um I think I I can't be positive if it was him or just some other guy that looks like Kurt Cobain or something but um uh there's a Liam Neeson movie called Run All Night Mm-hmm. That I happen to enjoy. Um, that might be him. Uh, it's a, it's one of those like almost real time kind of action movies. Oh, where it's, it's about him and his son Joel Kinnaman, who are a, he's basically trying to protect his son from the Irish mob. Okay. And he uh, Boyd Holbrook. No, no, wait. Different Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, Walk among the tombstones. Fuck. <laughs> I think. Do, do, do the thing. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't run all night. It was a walk among the tombstones. Um. It's about the guy from The Guest. He's a British actor that is apparently very good, but I've only seen him in bad things. <laughs> um, I, I, and I he's, still need to see that. It's about him. His, his wife gets abducted by uh, David Harbour or whatever, the guy who's playing the new Hellboy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, he's a serial killer who abducts people, and he abducts like a money, money launderer's wife. And his brother is played by Boyd Holbrook, who is like a crack addict um, artist who's obsessed with the wife, but it's the guy's brother. Anyway, he was good at playing like a drug-addled loser. Mm-hmm. So I've seen him in Logan and that. So he's I've seen him be a southern gentleman with a silver tongue that's a complete prick and is awful to children, and a crackhead artist mm-hmm. who's also kind of a loser. So I've seen him play characters I'm not meant to like. 
Okay. Which makes me curious how he is as a leading man because I don't know. I'm, I it would be cool if they make him not good because I think he's better as a, a like a villain. Well, that's the thing is like I look at the construction of the cast and his name is pushed to the top of the list, which which makes you assume he's probably the lead. But then there's a ton of other really likable people in that cast, like Tom Jane, Key, Key, yeah. uh, Key. I think it's Keegan Michael Key from yeah. Key and Peele. Yeah, the two of them alone. I'm, is I'm like, concerned when you're gonna do a horror movie. And you have a comedic actor like Danny McBride in um, Alien. Oh, Covenant. Alien Covenant! Fuck, he's, he's, he's good, but <laughs> he's when good. I'm, he's good in it, but like when I see Danny McBride, I think distracting. Kenny fucking Powers. Yeah, I'm thinking, he's like, very distracting. I think he's gonna be funny, but he does he does a good job in that movie. And then when I see Key, he's crazy funny. Like I love Key and Peele, and he was really funny on uh, um, uh, Reno Nine One One. He was a recurring <laughs> character. He's really really funny. I'm like. What what am I gonna get? I've never seen him do a serious, a yeah, serious character. No, but I mean, the old saying goes like, comedy is usually the hardest thing to do as an actor, mm-hmm. which is part of my theory as to why you see a lot of older actors start to try their hand at it, when, mm-hmm. like when they get advanced in age and have already racked up Oscars. On the one hand, it's like, yeah, it's probably an easy payday. Uh, but on the other, if you're asking Robert De Niro to be funny. Who has asked him to be funny before that? It's like for him, it's probably a stretch. Yeah, and for, he's funny in Analyze This. I, I actually rewatched that uh, a few weeks ago. It's still pretty. Fu- I mean, it's problematic. There's yeah. some. It doesn't age well. Some of the jokes, but yeah. he's still pretty funny. In but that. Yeah, my my point is like someone like Meryl Streep or somebody doing Mamma Mia. I didn't. Like on it. on one hand, it's like this seems beneath her, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like. It's probably challenging. She, it's probably challenging. She's yeah. probably never done this before, and it's probably a little scary, a little different. And singing and dancing is probably something she's not been asked to do before. Now that you mention that, I think that Dave Batista might have the most interesting career as an actor. Oh, I love me some Batista. So he went from what is probably the worst acting in the world, world <laughs> the World Wrestling uh, Federation. Hey, 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 you hold your tongue. It's awful. You I, hold your tongue, sir. I've never seen him there, but I know that it can't be good because it's professional wrestling. And it's gotten so heightened with the, like, the, the storylines now. It cannot be good. Um, but the first movie I saw him in was um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. And he's fucking hilarious. Like he's Oh, no, he, he's, he's excellent. He's arguably the best parts of those two movies. I think like so. He's so funny. No, he's, he has all the best lines. His timing is perfect. He has incredible comedic timing. He has like, the best laugh, too. <laughs> it just stops the room. It's so <laughs> Yeah. His laugh is just funny. No, it's great. And... Blade Runner 2049. He's very good. And I was like, I was sitting there watching him like, that dude is a fucking monster. I'm like, and I just kind of looked at him like, that looks like Dave Batista. And, <laughs> and then he started talking, I'm like, holy shit, he's doing a serious yeah. role. And he's really good. He's he is. really good in that no, role. He, um, he actually just had a theatrical movie release in the UK. Dude. I forget what it's called, but it's, a, it's Die Hard in a Soccer Stadium. And I really want to see it. It's uh, Ray Stevenson as the villain. Ooh. Pierce Brosnan as the sub-villain. Oh, I and Dave Brosnan. and Dave Batista's the headliner, an American like ex-military guy in in the UK, and uh, this guy Martin Ford, who's like a legit like six foot nine bodybuilder from the UK. That's terrifying. Uh, yeah, he's covered in tattoos like on the skull, <laughs> like up to the skull. When you're six nine and jacked, you can pretty much tattoo anything. He's 
enormous. He was in Undisputed Four, Scott Adkins movie. <laughs> Scott Adkins. I'm plugging my boy Scott Adkins. You knew he would come up at some point. <laughs> I did. But yeah, this movie I forget what it's called, goddammit. But um yeah. Mm-hmm. Batista in Die Hard in a soccer stadium with a pretty decent cast. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes. But um don't before we get off Batista, because yeah. I got like there's always stuff to say about Batista. Um there's a movie called Bushwick. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. Um, worth your time, man. Absolutely sure. worth your time. Um, it's the first like ten minutes, maybe fifteen minutes of it, are like shot to be one take. Ooh. I mean, it's obviously edited, but um, it's about it's about like a, a portion of the country seceding from the Union and invading <laughs> a, a New York neighborhood. Oh, really? And Batista. It's basically Batista and the a young girl trekking across the neighborhood like trying to go from one end of New York to the other and it's shot in a very intimate like voyeuristic style and it's very low budget but very ambitious it feels kind of like a John Carpenter movie okay and like all the riot scenes and stuff are like like the details are great there's, there's even a scene where some like rabbis are getting rifles and fighting for the neighborhood that's <laughs> great I'll, I'll add it to my list yeah uh, Batista is phenomenal in it uh, so I was looking. I'm just kind of looking at the cast, yeah. real quick. Yeah, so yeah. Olivia Munn, um, she is. Well, I'm sure you have a lot of beef with her. She <laughs> I, ruined your boy. I'm a Packers fan. Yeah, um, she ruined Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, so she was in X Men Apocalypse. Wait. I don't think she says anything in that movie. That movie wasn't good, but not because of her. It just wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, she was in Office Christmas Party, which was pretty funny. Hmm. It's just it's just one of those comedies that come out and then you just never remember them again like that they just come out in the, that year it just kind of has to deal with what's happening in our culture that year yeah. and then the next year it's like what's oh, yeah. that reference to i have no idea what they're talking yeah, about yeah it's basically just like let's get as many celebrities in this movie as possible put asses in seats script is secondary yeah let's just riff let's riff. see what let's just, see what, just yeah. get on the set and riff it has kate mckinnon it's gonna be funny there so um but yeah, she's in that, and she's not really good. Like, I, she doesn't really have a noticeable screen presence. She's not really funny. She, yeah. she doesn't really do like doesn't really do anything. So, but that movie was better. Yeah. So I'm thinking that like <laughs> you think there's an upward trajectory. I think there's an upward trajectory because <laughs> I think that she might be in a better movie this time. I don't know what her performance I, is gonna be like. I, uh, I I don't know, but um, I think it's convenient that uh. X Men was also a Fox production, mm-hmm. so she probably like signed a multi picture deal with them. Uh, I'd have yeah. to guess. And was so it has Thomas Jane, Tom Jane, Tom, my boy, Tom Jane. Speaking of the Punisher and Alfie Allen, uh, he is from Game of Thrones, which oh, you haven't. No seen. wonder I don't know who that is. Uh, he is. You've seen him in John Wick. He is the guy um, that wants to buy his car. That's oh, that's him. He's a good asshole. He is a great asshole. He's gonna get killed. <laughs> he's gonna get killed real good. <laughs> you, you should watch Game of Thrones because uh, his character is very interesting. Okay. Um, he, like you said, that he plays a good asshole. What happens to his character is interesting because he goes from being kind of an asshole to completely submissive and hmm. like it, it's it's really interesting. I, I can't really tell you too much about because okay. man, the <laughs> Ramsey dude, greatest Game of Thrones villain ever. Um, and then Boyd Boyd Holbrook. Boyd Holbrook. I think he's from Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. Kentucky. I looked it up because he. I'm like he's doing a really good job with that southern accent and. Uh, yeah, he uh, he stretched it big time in a 
yeah, Logan. He, like he, he made good use of it. Yeah, he's from he was from Kentucky. I'm like he's he's doing that pretty well. I'm like yeah, I don't so I think he, he might be. From, he's a he's a Johnny Dipman. Yep. <laughs> um, actually, I drove through Owensboro where uh, oh. Johnny Depp is from. So yeah, I think that in order for this movie to be good, yes. I'm concerned now. Uh, I just saw this. Um, I saw the CGI on this Predator right here. Do you see it right there? Yes. Oh my goodness. That looks awful. Um, <laughs> that if I was to see, if I had seen that first, I'm like, there's no way this is gonna be good. Um, I think as long as it's violent, as long as they stick to the violence, because that's what you want to see in the Predator movie. Is I want to see cool kills, and I want to see just like. Well, I I don't know if you've seen the most recent trailer for it, but it it reeks of someone in the marketing department hitting the panic button. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no joke. Like, uh, I, I try to get in these people's heads as best I can because uh, it's been well publicized that it's been a little bit of a troubled production. Um, they did, I mean, it's not uncommon for a big budget movie. I mean, not that this is a massive budget movie, but it's pretty, it's pretty common to uh, to have reshoots. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, the whole climax of the movie was reshot. Oh no, shit. That's kind of That's a big not deal. What you want. That's not um, what you want. And it was done fairly recently. Um, I guess it, they changed it from like a daylight scene to a night scene because test audiences didn't like it. They thought it wasn't intense enough. Okay. So that meant that the director on the set believed in the night, the day shot. So his intent was to do that, but due to external forces, it was changed. Mm. Which usually that's a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. Um. I do. And I the do. one thing though, go is, ahead, go ahead. Um, the most recent trailer was a red band trailer. Okay. Um, I do know that there was some uh, critical backlash because people thought that the movie was looking too goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, red band trailer means um, explicit content. Mm-hmm. Usually, it means you can't play it on like national television or something. Yeah. So the whole point of that trailer is basically to in- reintroduce the audience to like, oh hey yeah, the violence is there. Like yeah. don't worry, I know we have. I know we have the Key and Peele guy in this movie, yeah. but there's blood. There's, 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 there's trust us, it's there. It's, so to me, that's why I think it's like kind of like, like well, there's a lack of confidence in the marketing, I guess. Well, that's the thing. Like if I see Olivia Munn and I see Keegan Michael Key, I'm like, I mean, he's a comedic actor. Well, like, think about like the bankability of these people. Like he's the most bankable actor in there, if you ask me. I mean, yeah, I didn't and know he's Tom. Prob- he's probably secondary. Is too. Tom Jane in the trailer? Yes, I did not he, see. He him. actually looks really weird. Like he looks like a little gremlin man. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I I heard a story about him uh, the other day. I don't know if it's true. I'll mention it after this because yeah, I, but that might be why. Uh, oh, oh um, okay. But I, yeah, he, I don't I don't know. He he's in the trailer. Uh, he's not pushed as a marketing element though. He's it's not like. It's not like the iconic scene in a movie or whatever where someone turns around and then the music stops. Oh, it's Tom James. Like, oh my God, it's Tom. No, he's just kind of on a bus and says something funny. See, the only person I really want to see, and it's just because I saw him in Logan, is Boyd uh, Holbrook. Boyd Holbrook. Well, the other element, and this is something that could toss a monkey wrench into things. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that makes me kind of nervous. I know there's a child in the cast. Oh. Um the original promotional material for the movie was a cast photo like that was one of the first things we got Mm -hmm. and it was all the people that you mentioned um and then a little boy in a yellow raincoat children Mm -hmm. in a predator movie make me very nervous (laughs) he better die yeah he better fucking die die. (laughs) yeah because i mean there's a 
kill that kid <laughs> for me like children are like you, on the one hand yeah a lot of 80s horror movies had children in them as protagonists or like major elements in the story very effectively but predator's not one of those franchise characters that that seems to add up Aliens does it really well. I think that the kid element in Aliens... Oh, it's beautiful. Because you have great. you have mother, child. Yes. It's queen. It's really, really good. Spawn. You know, it, it, it's perfect. And the way they kill her is really good, too. Yeah. Um, they have her drown. Yeah. Like that's, that's, it's, it's a really heavy moment because that was what Sigourney Weaver, or what uh, Ripley was working towards. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like losing a child in childbirth or something. Yeah. And it, it's, 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 it's very obvious what they're trying to do. And it's very emotionally manipulative. It's good. It was very good. But when I think little boy and a predator, the interactions between those oh, two parties, God. it's like, yeah. what could you do with them? Want some candy? Want some candy was fine. It was stupid. <sighs> it was stupid. Um, but that's the extent of it. It's like, what else do you do between a little boy and a predator? Well, I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the story is with this movie. I've like, kind of avoided it too. I I don't really want to know. I don't know if it's did they crash land? Like what? What's yeah, the deal? There's a shot of a ship. Looking like it's crashing because we it didn't look like a good landing at the very least. Is this an extension? Because <laughs> if, if this is an extension of the Predator, um, like the whole, all the movies that have come so far, Predator Two doesn't really touch on Predator One at all. Predator, no, they do. They do. Do they? Because I know do. That, um, Gary Busey says he shows. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, he shows yes, a photo yes. of the girl that survived. Okay, so they yeah. mention Arnold, but Arnold probably cost money to yeah, put on yeah. screen. So do you they, know how much he made? Do you want to know how much he made for Batman and Robin? Do you want to know how much he made for Batman and Robin? Yes. $25 million. Do you know how much he made? Dollars. Do you know how much he made for Terminator 3? Ooh. He stopped doing movies after that. Or yeah. He stopped getting paid that much because they're like, fuck that, dude. We're not. <laughs> $30 million for Jesus. Terminator. Fuck. That's... I looked it up and I'm like I should have looked that up. Like imagine like if you put a stock photo of him in Predator Two, it's like the budget just like tripled. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like like oh you want me to do your Predator like, movie? Oh you want to use my headshot in your movie? You can't afford me, Shane. You can't afford. Yes, I know. Shane, Shane, I know you died in the jungle and I did nothing to help you. To help. It's okay. I do really like the, Shane. I do like the new post. I like the poster that they have. Oh the yeah, I like the color palette. Um, the mask. Is um little the character the creature design? I think the costume design for this movie is they're going above and beyond because I've seen three different so far. Yeah, it does look like there's uh, there's at least two. Um, one looks like the classic Predator. One is it, it featured in the marketing extensively. It's it looks like, it's much much bigger. He's wearing a space suit in one of these. It looks like. Oh really? I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, yes, I'm curious as to how that's going to work out. I, I, I think it's going to be good as long as it's violent. I think that's the only thing. Well, it's gonna... they've confirmed the violence. Um, my apprehension comes in the form of the child. Yep. The tone, because I see that cast and I hear news of it being goofy, and I can't help but think that yes, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, one, one thing that is a interesting element uh, is Fred Decker. I mentioned him at the top of this uh, recording is a uh, Fred Decker. I know him mostly for a movie called night of the creeps. Mm-hmm. Um, it is eighties splatter horror at its best. It's a very good movie. It's fun. Okay. Uh, it's about alien slugs that uh, 
going through your mouth. It's related to squirm, I guess, but okay. I or saw slither the, rather. I, I saw relic or what's the one in the museum? The yeah, 90, relic. Relic. I just saw relic. Oh, yeah. Alien in a museum. <laughs> it's not great. It's, Stan Winston though, he did the makeup effects. He did the monster. It's pretty a pretty not great movie. It's pretty it's not great. And I'm sorry, I suggested that too. <laughs> that totally came from my recommendation. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, um, Fred Decker did that movie Night of the Creeps, and it the beginning of it is almost like beat for beat the same as AVP Requiem. Oh. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the makers of that film drew inspiration from that because the beginning of the movie is some random aliens in space like in orbit of earth and one of them is stealing a bioweapon and his buddies are shooting at him and he manages to escape and crashes on yeah. earth with the weapon and the weapon comes in the form of these slugs that go in through people's mouths and take over their brains and then the slugs breed in their brains and their heads explode and more slugs come out and invade other people's bodies and it's very 80s splatter horror so it has that it has that goofy feel to it mm-hmm. so it's very violent but it's like Evil Dead kind of where it's like it's winking at you the whole time it's not meant to be scary it's meant to be fun so maybe that's what they're going for that seems very odd for a Predator film but it worked in that film I'd be one thing I would be concerned about now that I think about it is backstory Um, Mm. trying to figure out well where'd they come from why are they here and it seems like they're gonna try to go into that it does I, Um, I think you're right and I mean they've had two movies that have barely touched it so they can do whatever they want First movie, not no, no clue. That's part of the beauty of it. Yeah. <laughs> Introduce the character, but by introducing the character, and you want to keep making money off of that franchise, you kind of have to go back a little bit and well, yeah. de- develop the character a little bit more. No, I mean the, the idea is you do it baby steps because, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age, this wasn't so much true in the eighties because in nineteen eighty seven, we didn't even know if we were gonna get a sequel. <laughs> no. Like, look how many years it took. Like even even Alien and Aliens, mm-hmm. there are I think seven years between those two movies. Mm-hmm. Se- sequels were never guaranteed, and they're they're kind of different. They're different movies. They're totally different movies. They're, even even Terminator One and Two, they're they're entirely different. vastly different films. And we live in a different era, though. And mm-hmm. everybody it seems is using 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 the world to write the movie for them. <laughs> so what you do is, and this is. This is brilliant from a filmmaking standpoint. Well, not from a filmmaking, film production standpoint. Is that you release teasers of things, read the room, like read, read, like follow all the forums, read what people are saying, get a feel for the buzz, and then just yank the things that aren't working with people, and then put more of the stuff in that people like. Yeah. So you let you let the audience write the movie for you, and so you never want to stuff too much in there all right away mm-hmm. you want to just feed it to them piecemeal leave things enigmatic like um i mean i know you're not too much of a star wars guy but the the jj abrams star wars mm-hmm. um there's so many elements to the story in that that were purposefully left enigmatic mm-hmm. in the hopes that they would work itself out later you know who i don't think um have test screenings of their movies and take any kind of feedback would be the Coen Brothers because <laughs> yeah, the No Country for Old Men. I don't think anybody <laughs> would have been okay with that, like that any part of that movie. Like no, 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 no. You can't. He can't kill his wife at the end. Yeah. You, can't, you can't have that. <laughs> it's like the Coen Brothers do not give a fuck about like, Joel, 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 Joel. How do you feel about kids? <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't care. It's like it's like these days, like test audiences, like. 
would you be all right if we put a little black kid in your <laughs> like in no country for old men like yeah you know like no. wouldn't it be cool if like shigur had like a little sidekick like a kid that follows him around is all spunky did you see cop and a half did you see cop and a half <laughs> burt reynolds classic picture classic picture <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see turner and hooch turner and hooch oh i love that that's dog. a great film it's a great picture yeah. <laughs> that's, um, how, that's how winning is done <laughs> i think I, all in all i think that um this will end of the rankings i think that this will be better than um predators but not better than avp2 that's what I'm guessing. Not better than Predator. It's going to be better than Predators. It's not going to be better than one or two. I think I'm inclined. Might, I'm inclined to agree. It might be a little better than Requiem, just depending on how how the violence goes. And you could have it could be a little stupid for me. Like it could like the there might be some funny stuff, but just, give me some good. Well, give me some good gore. I mean, part of that too might be the. The particular lens that we're looking at these movies through mm-hmm. because predator 2 in particular i could see that being a massively divisive film mm-hmm. because we're relatively close in age mm-hmm. think about a kid seeing predator 2 bill paxton danny glover yeah gary Busey. that is a stacked fucking cast yes. robert davi's in there the guy who played the police chief from Lethal, all the Lethal Weapon movies is in there in a bit role. Oh, yeah, he is. Like, every Hispanic gangster in that is a guy you've seen in every action movie ever. There are a lot of character actors. If, if you were alive during that time period, which we were, yeah. every fucking face in that movie is recognizable. recognizable. It's huge. It's a massive cast. The lady she's Even fucking Adam Baldwin's in there. Adam Baldwin. Uh, the, uh, internet toilet. Yeah. As, a, as a podcast that we like to listen to says, Internet toilet, Adam Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. um, no, the... But think of the ensemble we have right now. The lady from Colors, Maria... Con- I can't think of her name. Um, Conchita. I said um, Gonzalez. It's Alonzo, I think. Alonzo. Um, she, she's in Colors, and then yeah. I knew her from Colors. Well, was she the one from The Running Man? She might have been. Yeah. It's very possible. Yeah, with Arnold, I think. Um, you know, now that I think about it, the the thing about those the the, the first two movies that's good as well is that you have a really strong um, leader in both of those movies. Like Danny Glover is, he commands yeah, that team. Part of why I'm curious about Boyd is like, can he be that guy, or is he going to even be asked to be that guy? See, I've actually th- there's one of the other guys that I've seen him and stuff, but I don't know what. Mm. Um, <clears throat> is it Trevante Rhodes? I think. Maybe that's who it was, or, or somebody's given some, um, like some exposition in that movie. <laughs> Sterling Brown, I think it was Sterling Brown, was the one talking like these things are yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah. or no, whatever. No, I, I saw in the trailer. Yeah, I think uh, I think he might be cast into the leadership role. I don't know. To me, based just solely on that, um, I got a Gary Busey vibe from him. G man. Okay, yeah. Like you have your scrappy band of dudes and then the government (laughs) i i got that i think that's him him? okay i got that from him so is tom jane gonna be han solo or reluctant i think tom jane's gonna be walton goggins i think he's gonna be reluctant hero i think that i would love that i love me some tom jane (sighs) yeah oh him and boogie nights is great (laughs) oh yeah no he's great he's He's fantastic <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Give me the money. Yeah, <laughs> that that scene. But 
No, I've always loved Tom Jane. Mm. Okay, well, I think that's that's pretty much that's a I guess a wrap on the AVP. Yeah, I, I mean, there's not much else to say. We're all yeah. we're both just speculating right now. Um, it sounds like we both kind of consciously avoided like plot details and stuff. I've just kind of been following the production, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Mm. Sounds like we're basically in the same boat. Um, and I think I think you're spot on. It. I do feel like Predator 2, though, probably deserves to be ranked lower. It's just mostly nostalgia or something on our part. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to change your, your ranking. I think you got pretty spot on. But. My, my, I, the Predator 2 is up higher just because of the violence for me. I think it, the, the violence is good in it. I, I enjoyed that. Um, well, this one might bump it then because it's, it, I think I, it has it, I think it has that over it. I mean, we're living in the age of Saw has happened. We've had, Hostel, which is the better t- torture uh, movie, in my opinion. Um, we're coming from like Texas Chainsaw Massacre to the beginning, which is brutal uh, oh, yeah. for for the vibe. I walked out of that. I I couldn't. I couldn't. That's saying it. a lot, folks. <laughs> I, I walked out of it because oh, I, I smoked a little pot with a buddy. Like that's not a movie you watch. But what, what, that is too heavy. Like we're we're living in the age where those movies have happened, yeah. and those movies are brutal, like yeah. very very graphic. This and this is a kind of this is a little bit different. This is gonna be like action violence. So I'm curious as to see how how they go about it. Well, basically, at the end of the day, Shane Black, Predator. That's enough to get me to go see it. Yes. So we shall see. Um, until next time, watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine.